Disruption Networks production. So you just bought your dream home, and now it's time to move. Let's face it, nobody likes to move. All the packing, unpacking, lifting, upstairs, downstairs, and broken everything, including your back. Let the professionals at EJA Moving Company take all the stress and pain out of your move. Competitively priced moving, relocation services, office moves, and complete packing and unpacking services. They work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up disruptionnetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at disruptionnetwork.net. Attention listeners, the hosts of the show and the majority of his guests are not responsible for the correct pronunciation of words, vowel dropping, reduction of sentences, loud vocal inflections, passionate conversations, excessive talking with their hands, and several undefined words. All these terms are exempt from the fact that we are located in the upstate New York region known as Utica, New York. Furthermore, the views expressed by our guests are not those of Disruption Network and their sponsors. Have an invigorating day. and happy and dumb is really what's happening today <laughs> it's stupid computer day here on the d but we're getting fat dumb and happy with my boys here matt grabsky in the house and my man mike claire from oliveri's pizza good to see you fellas before we get into anything much love out to the sponsors thank you so much to utica hemp much love to joey sweet and the boys as, as we were talking earlier joe sweet is saying that matt you're getting them fat you told me today. What I do, I make people fat. <laughs> Matt got me. Uh, I'm going to blame Matt for my weight gain as well. Absolutely. I'm going to start giving out discount cards to Macy's and stuff. You get 10% off. Sweatpants. It's all only sweatpants. <laughs> Black sweats. Champion. Yeah, Heavyweight sweats. That's it. Heavy you, sh- weight. you guys should make your own sweats. We're like gonna. Make uh, Joey's at three, 307 sweats, and you can make Oliveri's sweats. We're just like Joey, Joey Joey's down the side of the left leg. No, we're going to call them Jaliveri's. Pants. You go. So you got to keep it, keep it neutral. <laughs> so so I mean the pants, those, what are they, gender neutral? Sweatpants? They're extra large in the uh, waistband. Hold that thought. I want to talk about that for a second. We're, we're going to talk about that. And before I uh, Let me get through the sponsors. We want to talk about the gender neutral sweat, sweatpants. Because uh, you could be on to something right there. I think so. I, I think you could be on to something right there. <laughs> also, much love to Utica Coffee. Wake the hell up. Com. Check them out online. And uh, our friends over at EJA Moving Services, the professional movers. Hit them up when you're ready to move and relocate. EJAMoving.com. Matt and Mike are in the house now. Mike, 
From Oliveri's Pizza brought in some dope pizza. Look at this thing. Now, that's that's how you make a freaking pizza. Hamilton, New York. By way of the Schutiger. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. You got your yeah. origins. My origins. My roots. You should put that on your sweatpants, too. My roots is from Utica. Utica. Anyway. Look at this thing. Thank you. And, and I, what I love about your pizza, it's so crispy on the bottom. Look at that. Nothing but crisp. You got to keep. I keep it crispy, and, and Matt keeps it toasted. Okay. <laughs> Here, listen to this, people. Listen, listen. This is how crispy it is. That's crunch. I love that. People hate when I eat on air, too, by the way. They tell me all the time, so disgusting when you eat on air. They consider it to be rude? Probably, but I don't care. You're talking with your mouth open. Always. Food's in there and (laughs) chewing with your mouth open. I have no etiquette whatsoever, dude. So So what? No, no etiquette whatsoever. Anyways, that's so freaking delicious. Not only that, but you brought the drunken tomato pie, too, which is pretty much a game changer. Thank you. Drunk tomato pie. That's the greatest. It's the greatest. And explain to everybody what the drunk tomato pie is. Just a uh, sub tomato pie sauce for vodka sauce. So it's, uh, you know, orange instead of red. And it's got vodka sauce instead of, uh, you know, like a uh, tomato pie sauce, you know, tomato paste. Can you bust it out? Marinade. Can you bust it out? Can you grab it? Yeah. And show everybody... Because I like the way you drizzled the vodka sauce on it. It's drizzled on there. It's not just like like a normal tomato pie or a pizza. You kind of paste it on. You pour it on. You, so it, it's like drizzled on. It's I a, poured like it a, on. It's a thing of beauty. You pour vodka, you pour vodka sauce. Gotcha. But you do it with style, <laughs> bro, brother. You do it with style. Very brother. delicate wrist motion. Look at that thing. That is unbelievable. Phenomenal. It really is. Pecorino Romano. I absolutely love that. Do you sell that often? No. You don't sell it at all? Nope. I've sold. That's a pretty solid no. It is. I've only sold a couple of them. Ah, good. The headphones are working now. Thank God. I only, had a, I only sold a couple of them. You only oh, sold yeah, a couple? Yeah, I had a couple I had a couple people come in. They go, is this, is this where we were at Tomato Pie Day? Is this where the drunk tomato pie? And I'm, yeah, you know, but I didn't, I didn't have it that day. Um, who bought one? Uh, uh, Dominic Brusso came in and bought a sheet of drunk tomato pie. Right? Sal Brusso. Right, Chesterfield's Tavolo. Is it Tavolo or Tavolo? Tavolo. Tavolo. I don't want to say. Is it, so it's like egg, I egg. I don't know. Caramel, caramel. Water, water. I never know how to pronounce things the right way. Me neither. And I don't. Well, know. that's because you're from Utica. Yeah, we we have our own lingo and in our own way of speaking. Well, I play it's that dialect. I play that's that all. disclaimer ahead of the show. Like you can't blame us for dropping vowels. Or finishing our sentences. Take zero responsibility. We're exempt because we're from Utica. Yeah, and we're always in a rush to go nowhere, so we're always like, every, every, we're always in a hurry, right? <laughs> yeah. We're always in a hurry. Matt's always in a hurry. I'm like, where do you got to go? I got to go. And I'm not even really sure if he's got anywhere he's got to be, but he's got to go. I got to be somewhere. You know? That's important. It's, I got to go. <laughs> I can't be here right now. It's just, I got to go. Right. We got to go to BJ's. Ever notice people from Utica have so much nervous energy? Yeah. Oof. You ever yeah. notice that? Yeah. Runs. How do we like? I'm an anxious dude. I'm I'm wound up tight. I don't relax well. We all are. You know. We all are. Is it the water? I think it's I, the Utica water is delicious. I I like going down the mats and hanging out in there and just drinking glasses of Utica water. Really? Yeah. They, someone should bottle Utica water and sell it. You know, they bottle all kinds of water now. Someone should just brand Utica water and sell it just right straight out of the tap. Utica water. That water is so delicious. And man. ship it with half moons and everything. The else. filtration system is on the water. It keeps it clean. It is clean. Cuts out the chlorine. I think it's the arsenic, actually. That's is that what it is? Yeah, I think it is. Yeah. It's cut with a good amount of arsenic in it. 
I, well, I, I, I dropped I dropped a Christmas sambuca in the water line. <laughs> people coming back. So Matt was here uh, for the Uncle Louie Christmas holiday show, and he brought in this green sambuca. Yeah. Right? What's the name of that? Oh, I had that. Have you had it? I had that at Matt's wedding. It was delicious. Yeah, yeah. it's good. What's the name of that stuff? Do you remember? Oh, it's the it's it's the Chico the, the Chico family distillery in Rome, Italy. That's yeah, unbelievable. And then Sam, the guest that was on that night, he called it Christmas in a bottle. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. exactly what it Delicious. is. Delicious. But yeah, a couple of those. Woof. Oh, I know. That's that's all you need. That sent me that quick night. and simple. Drop some of that in your yeah. black coffee. It's, it. it's, it's the you codeine know? that's in it. Uh huh. Yeah. What is it with sambuca and coffee? That's. What you, I mean, it's a great combination, but who was the first person to be like, oh, I'll try this? Like, yeah, I don't know. Same thing with the, like, the Irish whiskeys. Sure. In coffee. Irish coffee, I know. Yeah. Well, I would think they, version. it all so, uh, stems from the old country. Probably someone gotcha. was dropping whiskey. Someone in Ireland was dropping Jameson in cups of coffee and was like, put whiskey in it, you know? Yeah, this is, this is what we're drinking. No, somebody's grandmother put it in their grandfather's drink to knock him out one night. He said, oh, this is delicious. <laughs> and then it said he was gone. Just shut him up, right? Yeah, that's it. He's done. <laughs> Have you guys ever gone to Italy? You ever replaced no. your roots a little bit? No, I'd love to go. It's on my long list. Yeah. I'd love to go to southern Italy and see what's going on down there. I know it's still, I think from what, what I could gather, it's still, it's still relatively poor. The south Italy still kind of poor. But gorgeous, gorgeous country to go visit. Interesting. I'd love to go one day, yeah. you know. And I don't even want to go to, like, Rome or Venice or anything. I want to go to the depths of Italy and see how people live and where, where actually where we came from. I don't want to go necessarily go see the Vatican or go ride on a gondola I want to go on the countryside. I want to see where we came from. Yeah, man. Where all these poor peasants came over and built places like Utica and New York City and all these places. I want to go to, like, the bowels of Italy, like the slums, and see what's going on. Yeah. It would be good job research for you guys. Pretty much. Right? Well, the food, too. I mean, I've yeah, heard the food over there is excellent, but I know that it differs from – I know, like, cooking as we know it, Italian-American food as we know it, American-Italian food, the same is totally, it's totally different. Like, I saw some photos – I was down at Malgeri's Auto down here, and Mike's brother Tommy was there, and he came back from Italy. And, like, the food, like, he's like, look at the figs and the lemons from the trees and all this gorgeous citrus stuff and all this food, but n- not like how we know it here. Not what I think if someone was to go, oh, yeah, you know, you go into this place to eat or that place to eat in Utica, that food's going to differ from what you go over and you find in Italy. You might find some things, you might see some things that are familiar, but as a whole, I think the food's totally different over there, totally different and delicious like their dairy products are different. Yeah, like cheese and stuff like that. Cheese you know? are using goat cheese more than they are like from yeah. The goat's milk is huge. Goat's milk and all the cured all the cured meats and all that kind of stuff like mm-hmm. you know, prosciutto. Well, they don't have to deal with the FDA either, so it kind of makes a lot. Excellent that's, point. That's half of it. Well, they're not dealing with like pesticides and things being sprayed. With is it tough to get any of that back over here from Italy? I know, like my overhead my overhead bag would be jam packed with like. Yeah. Pajut and like super sad so and like pieces of cheese. They don't mess with the priest. He brings back what no. he wants. He gets to bring back cases of sambuca. Really? Drink? Oh yeah. He gets exempt. I, you know what? I, he he just exempts himself. <laughs> he does the fatherly home. <laughs> I need, and they let him go. Does he go like in the priest garb? Because they probably oh. let him go. Like, oh, this guy's a man of God or oh, absolutely a man of worship, and we'll so let him in. He's on the surrounded plane. by his parishioners as he's boarding the plane, so they shield him from everybody. You would stuff your overnight bag with just, like, prosciutto and cheese. Yeah, there'd be all kinds of stuff in there, you know. Uh, yeah, pecorino and <laughs> provolone. <laughs> uh. 
Uh, I would pack light. I wouldn't even bring much. I just would just, you know, rotate a couple pairs of, you know, I guess. What's Champion sweatpants. Champion sweatpants, yeah. My shorts. Gender neutral sweatpants. Gender neutral sweatpants, you know. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you might want to think about this because you you might be on to something with this gender neutral thing. Like their clothing? It's that that's the way of the world now. That's what it's, it's twenty twenty. Right? You follow yeah. that trend a little bit, you, you know. We're it. sending we're selling general neutral clothing. Yeah, for anyone that identifies that being gender neutral and that's fine. <laughs> now what would the design be? I'm curious on what the design would be. What would be different from the classic champions you're rocking now as opposed to the general You know how it is, We all got an angle. There's no difference. You just say that there is. You can sell it. You gotta sell it, you know? That's it. That's it. Gender neutral sweatpants. Well, what's so different about them? That's it. It's all, all right. perception. It's all in the mind. You just brand it as gender neutral. Step down to Oliveri's Pizza, Hamilton, New York. Gender neutral clothing. There you go. Available now. Might be on to something. That's it. Especially in Hamilton. Like, I, I feel like in Colgate, like, that stuff was going on. Oh, you're done. Well, yeah, I mean, college, you know, you're, you're a college town, you know, and, um, a lot of, a lot of youth and, 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 yeah, I mean, that stuff's all, uh, a lot of confused kids. Yeah, I mean, I'm confused in my own way, you know. I I don't know much about anything, really, you know. True. I put one foot in front of the other one, and then march, and then I sleep for a few hours and wake up, put one foot in front of the other one and march, you know. Neither one of you guys sleep at all, do you? No. No. I'm not sure if I remember what sleep is these days. Between my morning job and my newly acquired night job, I think just self-torture is the route I'm going for. Non-stop, bro. That's it. That's it. I'm going to write a book soon. Well, Sound sleep. Well, what time do you open up the cafe? Uh, we the open cafe. at 7. 7 a.m. But what 7 time 7 a.m. Monday there? through Friday. I'm there probably about 5. 5 a.m.? Yeah. Okay. You see, I'm sleeping at 5 a.m. Everybody's sleeping. I'm going to start yeah. making phone calls at 10 after 5. That everybody everybody up? You're going to be the wake up service? Just to say, yeah. What are, just big, what are you doing? Nothing. I, I'm working. I want you to know I'm working. <laughs> just so you know. Because I, I put it on Facebook when I check in the, in the, into the job every morning just to see how many people are up. It's usually the same couple heads between 5 and 6. Or, you know, they, they give me a shout-out or whatever. And, and then, you know, gradually as the day progresses, when the normal people in the world are getting up to go to normal jobs, then, then it starts to get a, gain a little traction. But uh, other than that, you're, same people. You're going to have to change your schedule up once Joey's opens, which is tomorrow, right? You're doing it, soft opening. It is opening tomorrow. We're doing tomorrow? soft opening tomorrow night, 430 to 9. We're just going to keep it simple. But uh, changing the schedule up, I don't, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Karen's checking it right now. She's saying, hey, Z, can't wait to try the new Joey's at 307. Thank you, Karen. Thank you so much. Oh, Everybody Karen, definitely. out there in Facebook land, do us a favor and click the share button and help spread the word of Oliveri's Pizza and Joey's at 307's Ottaway Cafe. Got a lot of food going on in here. Tons in of fact, food. every time I look at you two, I get the munchies. Really? And it's not because I'm stoned, but I that's actually phenomenal. That's I, great. That's, I get the munchies. Well, I'm that's the stoned. angle we will, we look for. Like if you see me start drooling when I look at you, it's, it's not because you're good looking. Did I just turn into a cheeseburger or some you know, yeah. eggs Benedict that just no, it, plopped it, out there? Actually, there's that pimento. Uh, the pimento bacon. Oh. Have you tried his pimento grilled cheese sandwich? Yes. It's uh, the pimento to me is the caviar cheeses. Oh, absolutely. I enjoyed right? it. It's the best. It's my favorite cheese. It is the best. It, his Pimento grilled cheese sandwich is to die for. With the bacon jelly? Oh, it's so good. Bacon jam. Bacon jam. Yeah, the bacon jam. So good. I wanted to do pimento grilled cheese, and uh, my girl Lisa works down there. She came up with the bacon jam. She goes, we got to put these two together. Mm-hmm. 
So if you know, we just sat around, smoked a bunch of pot, and said that's this is what we're doing. And that's what I feel like a lot of these chefs do. They sit around, that's smoke it. a bunch of weed, and just start making concoctions. And like, let's see what this would taste like with this, and just start right. mixing that, some that's shit That's the up, only right? way to do it. You know, you you don't just say, well, I'm going to take item A and put it with item B, and you put it together, and it's terrible. Uh-huh. You never know until you start pounding it out one. You know, two o'clock in the morning because you're raiding the cupboards and you. You say, oh, holy shit, I didn't go grocery shopping in three weeks, but I got a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Let me throw it all together <laughs> real quick. And then, oh, wow, now I'm onto something. Next day it's on the menu. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And then we just run with it and go for it. Isn't that how the gym brat was invented? Pretty how much. was that? That was invented. in a huh? drunken stupor was somewhere. That? And, you know, I, I was like Riggies, too. Chicken Riggies was invented. That was just kind of throwing the, the leftovers Just throwing it together. together. That's it. When you did that half pan that Jim brought, I brought it down to Malgeri's. There was a guy from Syracuse there, and he goes, isn't that a frittata? You know? <laughs> and I go, you know, they were trying to explain what, like, Jim Brat was. And I'm like, well, it, it, maybe technically it might be a deconstructed frittat, you know. But this guy from Syracuse is like, nah, that's a frittata. What's Jim Brat or whatever? And that might truly be a Utica thing, too. That might don't be. don't see it outside of here, you know. Most yeah, I don't see it. You go, you hit the southern tier of Binghamton area, they got the garbage plates. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a, it's, a different, it's a different animal, you know, because here we got the greens. We're big, long, hot. You got sausage in there, right? Long hots, right? All that spicy stuff. You got all the fun stuff. You got your Italian sausages, the long hots. You got your roasted peppers, the eggs, the the, the Utica-style greens. Italian toast with butter, the best. Extra butter. Dunk that shit in black coffee. And it's Thai toast. Yes. You know? Not like toasted, like, sunbeam or, like, Wonder Bread. No, there's no Italian toast with a crust on it, you know? You go down to the local bakery. And get get a good good solid loaf of bread and toast it. And have Italian toast. Everyone should have Italian toast in the morning with coffee. Where do you yeah. get your bread from, being in Hamilton? Do you, do you deal with, like, Utica Bakeries, or do you have someone closer to you? Yeah, we, yeah, I got a Utica Bakery. There's two uh, Utica Bakeries for, for bread when we need it as necessary. And sometimes I pick it up, and sometimes we get it uh, delivered out there. But, yeah, the majority of the stuff um, is all bought through local vendors here in Utica. Well, I know your mom's on call for the deliveries. Yeah, my mother does a good job of running things because it's not like it's around the corner. No. You know? No. So you got to have, like, you know, people that can pick up sometimes. And that's perfect. Yeah. It's it's a good excuse to spend time with your mom. You know what? Your mom's awesome, by the way. She's a a sweetheart, you know. uh, The very first tomato pie day, we, we interviewed her. And she I she knows what's going on. I remember watching that. I was, was like, oh, great. my, yeah. yeah you, were, you were watching her sweat. <laughs> she, uh, she reminded me of every aunt I've ever had. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, man, she's a classic busybody. She's, you know, she's, she, it goes without saying, she's a wonderful mother, a wonderful grandmother. She, she, she's been holding my dad down forever. She's a true ride or die. Like, my father's not a walk in the park. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? My, my mother, my, yeah, oh, you know, uh, he's a little hard-nosed, you know. Oh, he's uh, he's a man of few words, but um, you know what? Uh, it's worked for them for years, I and I appreciate the conversation with Big Mike that you have. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. My father's a big fan of Matt and his place, and I had to inflate Matt's ego and tell him, I'm like, my father doesn't like much about anything, or but he he like he likes you. He comes down to your place. <laughs> Mazzotti's checking in, and he says Mike's the original gender neutral. <laughs> and then he's saying, I've known him since I was seven years old, and he can fully attest to you not knowing nothing. <laughs> and then he wants to know um, is New Joey's is there any relation to the old Joey's um, Good question The name I, I guess it's just the name and the space And it's the eclectic value of East Utica To where Joey's has been an East Utica thing For years and years and years I tried to rebrand it slightly We just, just throw in the at 307 Because we're on 307 Mohawk Street We're way down at the end of the block It's not the old spot on the corner That Lansing Mohawk old eclectic building That's been there for centuries but 
it is a new location. It's new ownership. It's it's just new, new everything about it's new. We're taking it back to the way it used to be. Just nice, traditional, nothing fancy, no flares. You're going to come in, you're going to get good food. So we rebranded with the Atrio 7. So people know it's new, but they know it's still, it's old, but new. Are you continue with the signature dishes and all the old school dishes? We're, 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 we're going to rock it out with everything, everything original. We got, a, we got the franchise, we got the parms going on. Your basic pastas are going to be on the menu, the meatball sausage. And we're going to switch it up. We're going to keep, we're going to continue to grow as we evolve. We're going to keep evolving our menu. So if you come in to see us over this weekend and then say you come in next month, you're not going to get the same entree choices you got today. You're not going to see them next month. You know, you're going to see your, your, your parms, your franchise, the pastas. Those will all be there. But we're going to switch it up. You know, the vegetable lasagna, it'll be constructed differently. Yeah, the, the steak might be put together differently. We might throw in a few things. You know, because there's so many traditional dishes out there. It's nonsense to put them all on one menu and say, okay, here, here's your menu. Take this. It's nine pages long. I hate that. Sit down at your table for 45 minutes and contemplate what you want. Will you drink nine glasses of water? And, and that's the. You know, I hate that. Too many choices. It's going to be Utica style. Here it is. This yep. is the menu. It is what it is. This pick, is it. pick and eat, yeah. and let's go. Pick it, eat it, enjoy it. And we want, we want you to come <laughs> in. We want you to enjoy it. We got a great staff that's that's going to be taking care of people. So you know, we're we're just really we're trying to have a lot of fun. We're trying to feed people the old way. I want you to come in saying, "Oh, well, my grandma used to make this." Mazzotti saying they had a cavatelli with uh, tomato cream sauce with prosciutto that he loved. Maybe something you might bring back? Oh, absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. Mm. I like it with the pasta pillows myself. I like it with the peas, the little pasta pillows filled with cheese. Mm -hmm. And you do the peas and prosciutto mm -hmm. and a little sun-dried tomato in there with some mushroom. Mix it up a little bit. Keep it classic, but just a little bit of twist on it. How about real classic and just do a baked cavatelli? That's my favorite. That's that's Matt's favorite. That's grandma style right there. I do yeah, grandma's this baked cavatelli. Yeah. I, I bring it back. Meatball. I bring it back even older. I use a traditional bechamel sauce instead of ragout. I bake it. I roll it in bechamel. Throw the mozzarella on top. Pop it in the oven. It comes out. It's bubbly, delicious. You think there's anyone that's tuning in? That, um, is curious what the word ragout, what ragout is? Well, I think most everybody that's tuning in right now is Italian from Utica. Cool. <laughs> hey, cool. <laughs> Which. Hey. Which keeps my percentage percentage ugh, percentages of Italians as guests right around about ninety five percent here. How can you help? We're in Utica. <laughs> yeah, totally true. Growing up Italian in East Utica, who were some of your mentors in the cooking industry? I started. I started. I was fourteen. I was at Linton's restaurant with uh, Lynn Germondi. Matt's got a lot of experience in West kitchens. Side, right? West, West Side York Street, yeah, Linton's oh. old school. Okay. You know, that, and that's where I kind of got my first taste of what was going on. And just everything she did, it was just eclectic, old school, nice and simple, nice, simple, basic. They they just had your your normal your normal fare. The sauce was simple. It didn't. Sauce doesn't need to sit on the stove for thirty hours. Right. They had a nice bar pizza there too. They had a good pizza oh, on the bar. Pizza. She made they, she made great pizza, and it was just simple. They, there wasn't, you know, they they probably had a twenty five item menu, and they had ten items on the shelf, <laughs> and it was just reconstructing what you have to work with. And then over the years, you know, high school, getting into college, you know, I did the pizzeria thing. I worked over at Rosario's. Rock Randy is probably the the biggest neurotic I've ever worked for. I learned more about maintenance of a restaurant from rock than anybody else ever. And I've, all, I've worked all over the country over the years. 
Rock Randy instilled things in me that I'll that'll never leave me. All due respect to Rock's been there for years. He runs a tight ship. His place is clean. Everyone knows where, who yeah. Rosario is. Oh yeah, he's got longevity. He's been around. So oh, it's, absolutely, it's, you know. Yeah, did I? I switched it over. I went. I I walked around the corner and went to Parkway Pizza. I worked for Dominic. Dominic's just old school off the boat, you know. So yeah. he knew how to do things. You know, I I learned a lot of old traditional recipes from Dom, just like the bechamel sauce. And I said, Dom, why don't you use regat? He goes, What the hell's that? He says, No, this is how this is how this is how we make it. And then once you once it's made the right way, and put together and presented properly, it's it's a delicious added thing for anything. When you want a baked pastas, your lasagnas, rice balls, just you throw it over the top of spaghetti, or just eat it just traditional vegetables. Roll some vegetables in it, throw it on the table. How about just eating it right out of the container? Because that's what I do. Well, I just fat. grab the red right <laughs> out of very fat and put some salt, pepper, and drizzle some olive oil over it, and just eat it like ice cream. Well, now we're back to gender gender <laughs> too. I, <laughs> I like it that way myself. I just you know eat it like a can of yogurt. Or yeah, <laughs> a just quarter yogurt. Oh yeah. Just, just slam it on the counter and just let it explode. Yeah. That's Remember it. back in the day, Keeler used to do, like, some chef-offs, a couple guys. I actually, I was on that a couple of times. Were you really? Yeah. I think you should bring that back. Good times. We had, there, a, we had a good there's time. so many great restaurants now. Oh, yeah. It's just going out there. We eat good in this in this little city. We oh, really yeah. do. Yeah. Like, I'll put our food up against anybody. I would, too. Oh, yeah, yeah for, what we, for, for what we do here, a city of size, I don't think there's any city that's comparable in size. And, again, you can't compare Utica to New York City or Boston or something. Those are major metropolises. But for a city our size, anywhere in upstate New York, I'll put our food and our, our bakeries up against any city in the, the same size. And even Syracuse, right? Syracuse is big, but when it comes to like bakeries and different Pizzas. pastries and stuff like right. that, no. we got we got Syracuse beat, you know. Oh, 100 percent. We got Rochester beat, and we got Buffalo slightly beat too, in, in different things. Pizzerias well. and stuff like that. I think that we we uh, we got them beat. Yeah, you know? for sure. Are we just are we just being uh, egotistical Uticans and we just think that <laughs> yeah. you know is that what it is? Because anywhere we go, we are e- right, I, right. You can almost pick. You can almost smell the Utican. Like, that dude's from I, that dude's from Utica. I can tell, you know. <laughs> he's got oh, the yeah. the right scent of garlic on him. Right, he yeah. smells. Like, he's a little testy. He smells uh, like garlic, you know. Bouncing the fish. He's got a bad bit. attitude. Yeah. A little nervous. He's sweating. Yeah, yeah he's sweating. <laughs> Palms are sweaty. <laughs> Looks like he's got some place to go. <laughs> well, I look at the guys, the Uncle Louie guys, and they live in Syracuse. Yeah. They're from Syracuse, and they'll say it all the time that Utica just destroys Syracuse when it comes to food. I mean, yeah. Syracuse has got like Dinosaur Barbecue, and they've got some. Cool they got Hoffman hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, uh, it, no, it's, there's there's a lot of good food everywhere. I think it's just what you're eating in the region you're eating it in. Because like I've I've traveled all over the country. I've been in many different regions, and you know, there's some places I've been. Salt Lake City, Utah. It's the best Mexican food I've ever had in my life. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Yeah. But, the, you know, don't don't go get macaroni and meatballs. Right. It's not going to happen. Like, yeah, so I, I guess every place has got their strong stuff. Every, every, everywhere has their, their strong points. You know, you, you get down south, you get into the, to the east coast, obviously, down the seaboard, you're going to get some of the best seafood ever. I'm ruffling feathers right now talking about Rochester. Some Rochester That's folks right. are checking in right now. My boy Good. Andy Waters is checking in. You got to tell him to come visit. And he's saying enough with the Rock City bashing. Ooh. But he's saying Ithaca has a ton of great restaurants and bakeries, and they do. You, yeah. You've been to Ithaca? Not in a long it's time. It's got such a hip culture. In Does it? I've never been. Yeah, there's really some cool eateries. It's a pretty sweet college town. It yeah. really yeah. is. Yeah. And they got some great bars mm-hmm. and uh, great live music scene, of course. And uh, it. it you can eat really well in Ithaca. That's for and we're going to be biased too because we're Uticans, so we're always going to think that. But that's civic pride. 
Oh, it is. You know, it is. All right, Proud so of our stuff. Then we get a little thing going on about Rochester pizza. And Andy, I hate to tell you, man, I've been all over Rochester. I have not had a good pie in Rochester. I don't have any experience with Rochester I pizza. I haven't had a good what? pie in Rochester. No, me neither. Uh, so I can't really. No. I can't remember the name of the place. Uh, Tony Napoli turned me on the one place. It was decent. But you can't compare it to like Los Eats or Rosario's or Slice with you guys or any. any there's, there's so many great pizzerias in this area. It's ridiculous. Rob Butler does a good pie over it. Oh, yeah. The box. Yeah. The, and, box. He's and, got the, the box. pizza box. Pizza. Yeah, man. There's just so many of them. So many great pizzerias. It's like you could throw a rock at it. Anywhere and, and find one. And find a great pizza. But Utica's known for that even now too. It's Utica's still known as like a classic red sauce town, and people still can like still talk about this city. You know, still talk about organized crime in like Grimaldi's. Mm-hmm. And Grimaldi's has been closed for like five or six years. And five or you know, six years. I think it's been more like oh, ten, right? Yeah, Longer than that. And the, the, no, the yeah. Falcone brothers died like fifty years ago. So it's like you know, <laughs> it's not. But we still are known for like our you know our our food and that kind of culture and being like a greasy. Greaseball city, you know. Growing up, I used to think everybody was Italian. Yeah, because <laughs> almost everybody was, though. Right. When I, I was like five, six years old, I used to think like the whole world's Italian. I mean, my, my last name's Claire, so I got Irish Italian blood. Yeah. But we grew up on this side. My last name's Donaldson. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know? but it was something like I until I got exposed. I went to school in other parts of town. I was like, you don't have sauce. Like I, I it really didn't. You know, and even in Hamilton too, it's wonderful out there, and I okay. and I love it there. But like culturally, like people lo- locally, it isn't the same. You know, the food culture. Talking about food, we're eating breakfast. We're talking about what we're having for dinner. You know how it is. Like yeah. just people love food, different culture. Yeah. But I used to think, yeah, I think I used to think everyone was Italian or they were at least half yeah. or whatever. Like you know, like even if someone's last, you didn't have macaroni three times this week. What's wrong with you? Hey, look at you. You're yeah. Polish-Italian, right? That's yeah. classic Utica combo. Yeah. Right? A lot. There, there's so, lots. like, it's always like, you know, you're either part Italian or half Italian or, you know, you might think that a name's a shortened Italian name. Like, what is that last name? Like, is that Italian? Yeah. You know? You never like, know. Like, you just ask quite like. You shorten it up. Yeah. W- w- is that Italian? And I remember my grandfather saying, to what kind of name is that? They tell, you know, is that, that Italian? You know? Yeah. <laughs> like, it should even, like, the, like, at 2020, does Did you be hanging out with them? Yeah, yeah. Should you be hanging out with them? You know? Uh, then we got a little pizza battle going on on, uh, on Facebook right now, and he's talking about and he's talking about the pizza joint next to the electric company back in the day, Pasquale's. Pasquale's, Pasquale's was, but it, it was delicious. it was good. But as the years went on, it went downhill quick. Yeah. And, and as a matter of fact, when I moved in, maybe like the first two years, and I was at the EC for ten years. The first two years was decent, but it went downhill quick. That was an upside it, down like, style, right? It was an upside yeah. down style, and that's that's what he's referring to. He's like he thinks it's weird that we put the sauce on. Top of the cheese, but that's kind of just an Oskini style. There's other varieties of pizza. Oh, there's here. tons. Oh yeah, we got a, we got all varieties yeah, represented. You know, variations of the thick pizza. Remember monks? Oh yeah, monks. Monks, monks on monks, the west monks, side. Monks had a good west side pizza. pizza. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Danny Melito checking in too. He says, "I thought everyone ate macaroni on Sunday too. So did I." Mertz. <laughs> yeah. I used to think the same thing. Everybody and have a little glass of wine too. It's but not everyone does. No, not everybody does. Back in the day, like, how early in your life were you drinking wine at the dinner table? Well, the, the, we, oh, we used to cut it. We used to, my grandfather used to cut it with ginger ale. I'd have, like, uh, I remember, like, Carlo Rossi, the big jug, or, like, Blue Nun, or whatever kind of Church cheap point. wine. Yeah, Paisano. you know, Paisano, like, cut with ginger ale. Like, Thanksgiving, like, here, take a little wine and cut it with ginger ale. And then I'd sneak a little wine, or you'd grab glasses yep. off the table and try to swig, 
you know, wine out of the glasses. But I mean, as far back as I can remember, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. just drinking wine. And then you got older. They, you realize they give you this wine just to put you down, pretty much they, to put you to bed. Like, oh, the, the, kids are, the kids are in bed. The kids are in bed. Or the swills and like a, a beer ball. I remember um, <laughs> a family reunion. In, in the next day, there was like maybe like uh, an inch left of uh, Matt's premium in a beer ball. The inch of death. <laughs> and then I drank. I drank then. There's in my house. My my parents' house. I drank in the backyard. You know, I'm still pumping up the pump and whatever. Uh-huh. And I drank. I drank like an inch of beer. I was like maybe. I don't know, ten years old or eleven years old, so. Wouldn't trade our childhood for anything. Never, never. I love the way we grew up around here. And you got to think about it too. Matt's from Mohawk Street. You grew up on Hammond Ave. Yeah, Hammond and McQuaid Ave. So all right, yeah, McQuaid. So right I mean, and I grew up on Arthur Street by Proctor. So I mean, this is all within a stone's throw of where I uh, where I grew up. Where I was yeah. just at the house. That's I still every yeah. once they come back and visit, and I'm here. Absolutely, you know, it's my hometown. Home is where the heart is. Which it's kind of blows me away that we never knew each other growing up. Well, I know Matt from junior high. We met in yeah. like seventh grade, so yeah. I've known Matt a long time. But like you, I, I'm surprised that I've never crossed yeah, paths right, with you, you yeah. right there. Even with street hockey, you ever play street hockey all the time? That's, that's what I mean. I, to, I think I remember hearing out. your name, but I never, I never met you. Freaking East. Me and Masai used to play all the time. Legend, yo. Yeah, we had. You're, you're, you're an East Side street hockey legend. <laughs> 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 of course, man. Oh, uh, we used to. Have, we, we played on Greenview. We played on Hammond. We played <laughs> Albany School. We used to take Blessed Sacrament parking lot and knock that out too. Yeah. We played everywhere, wherever we could carry the nets. There were some serious street hockey players that also played, like, organized hockey. You guys oh, were yeah. hockey guys, so oh, yeah. those guys, you played hockey, too, like, organ- you guys always took it way serious. Yeah, they, yeah. real yeah. equipment and stuff like when we that. came around. We, we yeah. would come around, like, me, Tapano, Tito Brothers, yeah. they'd come around, and they'd be like, oh, we're not playing with them. <laughs> what about Larry? 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 Oh, Larry, no, everybody hated playing with Larry. He was too good. Mike Sermo? Brian Sermo? Yeah. Sermo was always the, Brian was always the goalie. Do kids even play street hockey anymore? I, I haven't seen a street hockey game in years. I'm, I'm looking to find one so I can jump out. Right? Like, yeah, there's I, I a, carry a stick around just so I can jump out and just be like, over here, over here. There's a street uh, street hockey app on my nephew's tablet, and they yeah, all play street hockey on their tablet yeah, on the couch. Right. Everybody's online. I, I, have, online. I haven't seen kids out playing anything. I, I Sometimes <laughs> at Proctor Park I'll see some kids playing basketball, but I haven't seen any kids like play pickup game footballs. No, we used to beat the shit out of each other all the time. All and like, you know, all the time. And then let's let's play rugby. Right. Let's play rugby. Like you used to have to. My parents used to have to beg me to come in. We were out. Oh yeah, we were out all day, all day, all all day, all night. So it was time to eat dinner or whatever. You might go and go inside or whatever. We were out playing all the time. Yeah. You know, I don't see kids out playing at all. Think the last time you ever saw kids playing nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Right. You have kids, right? Oh yeah. Yeah, but you got Mike. You don't, right? No kids. No kids. Yeah, nonstop. All day, all day long. It's Wrapped up in their never, screens. It's, it's never ending. It, never yeah, it ending. is. Never ending. So why don't you go play with your friends instead of texting them and FaceTiming them all day long? I really hope that would turn around eventually down the road where they will actually go outside and get some outdoor activities. Yeah. Play baseball and football. Maybe, maybe my grandkids. Mm-hmm. Like when my daughter has children, hopefully she'll come out and just be like, you get out. I spent 30 years playing with my phone, you know, so something. Something. <laughs> just... <laughs> Go. Yeah, you think 30 years from now that's what's going to be said? You know, I wasted too much time on my phone. You need to get out there and get some activity. Get some exercise. <laughs> it's important. I, I exercise all the time. It's important to get out there. You got I, to. Because we're all guilty of it, too. As much as we Ooh. bitch about it, but we are wrapped up on our phone as we're live on Facebook and Instagram. Oh, right that's now, what it is. You know, you know it's, it's just a, it's a part of the, it's a way of the world now. It's just things have cha- things evolve and change, and it's it just. 
the way things are now. Social media is huge platform for everything, and it's just, uh, you know, we're all on our phones, everybody. That's it. it I mean, you know? it's a lot. You know, you, you get the camaraderie of the connection. You can connect with anybody at any single time. At when, wherever you are, it's quick. It's an instant connection. And it's great for business, right? It's free exposure. promotion. Exposure. Yeah. It's, it's great. Phenomenal. I mean, you can get out there and click one button and get your shit out to the thousands of people. You can reach people all across the world. Right. Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. But it's also consuming our minds. Oh, yeah. There's yeah. nothing like personal social interaction. Nobody's present anymore. No. You know, there's no more conversations. Everybody... Shit, you go to these holiday parties and we're, everybody's on their phones. No one's talking to each other. Yeah, talking, talk, talk, we're talking to somebody else. Yeah, they're like, texting each other. <laughs> There's something to be said, though, about human connection and even maybe the generation gap. Like, I noticed it with, like, younger employees in the pizzeria where they are uncomfortable, like, looking at you in the face or, you know, it's like the head's always, yeah. in a, it's always, di- it's always, di- and you're just like, come, you know, look, let's talk. Look at me and whatever. Look, yeah. Talk to me. Look at me, you know. Talk, you know, shake my hand, like shake my hand, talk. Yeah, like hello. Yeah, like you? hi, you know. Mm-hmm. People, are, people are taken back so far. Andy's saying the same thing in Rochester. No kids out playing. Had one rule, get out in the morning and be home before the streetlights come on. Yeah, we used to beat yeah. the shit out of yeah. each other. Yes. Friends yeah. fighting, beating the shit out of each other. Break. I know. I miss those days. Yeah, me too. Oh, they, those days are gone. And if I play street hockey right now, I'd probably slip a disc within the first two minutes. Oh, yeah, done. <laughs> I'm <laughs> saying, like, because what time is it? goalie for 20 years. You can, nobody, I, I never played goalie playing. Nobody would let me beat a goalie in street hockey. No? No. I'm just saying. Oh, because I was the you goalie. were goalie on the ice. I was the goalie. Ah, okay. So why not? Yeah, but that was good for you, though. Getting yeah, to switch it up, get, get you get... out of your position a little bit. Oh, yeah. So I, get to, I got out and ran around mm-hmm. instead of just standing there waiting, right. <laughs> I'm waiting to get hit. That was, that was my job. I sat there waiting to get hit. And I blame that on my mass stupidity these days because I just took one too many to the head. And it's fine. I'm good with those Those street hockey pucks, do you ever take one of those in the nuts? The worst. You know, one of those, those, yeah, the Mylock street hockey ball, those orange balls, or those Cooper, those those plastic pucks. Yeah. The plastic pucks, where they had the balls on them, too, the little orange balls that kind of glide a little bit. Those were Yeah, yeah. Yes, I have had those. Then it would roll into the sewer. Always. You got four dudes p- ripping sewer caps off. Yeah. Back then, the cops would come help you lift the sewer cap off. Yeah. What are you kids doing? Oh, the, the, the puck's in the sewer. Oh, hold on. They get out the car. They'd help you. they pull the sewer cap off, put it back on. You try doing that now? Forget it. You're done. Yeah. You get caught lifting a sewer cap. You got the bomb squad behind you. When did it all change? I don't even remember. When did it change? When did it change? I feel like we hit this portal in life. I took like, too many to the head. I, I took too many joints. To the head. <laughs> I, I, what, I feel like you remember back when it was like 2012, and the world's coming to an end, and all this shit's going to happen and stuff. But I kind of think what happened right around then is like we lost consciousness. Like we gone. We we hit this portal of stupidity, and this this portal of laziness and and just content yeah. type of stuff. Like nobody's like out there hustling like they should be. Or, oh. You know what I mean? Well, like, so I, what's I, everybody doing though? I, they're sitting on their goddamn phones. You know, you know what it was. <laughs> Watching us. Our generation <laughs> fucked the world up. Is what it was. You think our generation fucked I, the world up? I, it's, it's Which genera- is that Generation X? Yeah. Are we Generation X? Yes. Is that us? We're, we're it, generation it's our generation. The generation behind us. Uh-huh. Really? I, I I have to I have to say so. I mean, I'm half guilty of it too. You know, I I tried as hard as you can. To get my daughter, to get the kids out. You know, I got two stepkids. I got a stepson. My stepson's 20. He's going to be 21 years old soon. I can't wait to go get him cocked legally. You know what I mean? It's going to be a good time. But even him at 20, he's still a lot different than you were at 20. 
But, but every generation says it about the one before them or after that. Oh, it's no, always. It's, so always... it's got to be a generational just decline as it goes. Because I think with technology and everything, life is becoming too simple. The, exactly. sim- the simplicity of doing nothing has become overwhelming in society. These Things days. Move, move too fast. That's know? the other thing. The Think instant the gratification trend. age that we live in. Everybody needs that information right away. God forbid if you don't text somebody back within the first five seconds. Well, how about you back? What do you, what? You're not re- is your phone off? Are you not responding to right. me? God how about just paying dues? How about that everyone comes out of the gate and they want to be like the owner of a restaurant oh, or they want to yeah. do this? They don't want to do any grind time. They don't want to do any humbling work. They don't want to no. do anything. They just expect it to be like, yeah. you know what, I'm going to be right at the top right. of anything. Right, right when I get out of school or out of college, the expectations are really, yeah, I think, high. You know, and, and, um, I think they're entitled. Yeah, they're the entitlement, the too. Yeah, that's what it is. And yeah. say, here, take, you know what? Take the checkbook. Take the checkbook. Go ahead. I'm leaving. Pay the bills. Make sure all the employees are paid. Buy the groceries. Do the running around. Go to the bakery. Get the bread. You do all of that, and then at the end of the week, you're going to sit around and go, man, I'm broke. No shit. No shit. Because you can't just walk into life anymore. It doesn't. It doesn't work that way. And it might be a generation, like I said, at our age, right? We're pushing it's, into. It's we're in like mid forties, early forties, yeah. mid forties. So our view of the world, I think, is a lot different than a kid that's like eighteen right now. And I'm in the college town, so you try to understand. I try to talk to the kids to see. I don't know what they're listening to for music. You look at fashion just to see what the youth's doing, trying to understand them because you, they're a big part of your customer base. So you're like, like dudes how do you feel? So damn tight. Tight what pants on men is the problem. Is that what it is? <laughs> but, like, look back in the 80s, like, in the early, the, the pants were tight, then they got loose, then maybe they got too loose. Denko ruined it. it what, is that it? Like, I remember, my father, <laughs> I remember my father going out. I remember, like, dudes back then, they wear, like, dingo boots. Probably yeah. like, cowboy, it'd be like, dingo, dingo cowboy boots. I used to, so, I mean, yo, who's to say? Like, Dad, why you wearing, why you got cowboy boots on, man? <laughs> we got some great responses out there right now. The, the invention of the Internet is when it all went downhill. Could be true. You think about it. The internet has really warped our brains. See, we used to have to wait for the internet too, because we were on like dial-up, so you'd have to wait to connect. And right, and we, now, appre- we appreciated it more. It's funny you, you say know. that because now Andy Waters is saying, "Remember when we used to have to mail a letter and wait two weeks for a response?" Oh yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah, but there's something be, than that sometimes. There's something to be said about actually mailing a letter or using like the postal service for things because that's personal touch. I'd rather receive something in the mail from somebody that they hand wrote it. And brought it to a mailbox if you can even find. Like, there's one in the corner, right? Yeah. Mailbox. There's a lot of overweight mailmen these days. You know, it doesn't <laughs> make sense to me. <laughs> well, the mail has gone downhill big time. It has. It has. Those bags cool. are getting super light. They're getting lighter. <laughs> Put the mailmen back to work. Michelle Grabsky is saying it changed when the news started showing all the bad things that happened to making the kids, making the parents scared to let their kids out. That is super true. Had, you know, well, you know, think about it, and that's another thing. Like we've become de- so desensitized to, like, say, the school shootings that are going on, violence, because right it happens so often nowadays. And oh. Violence and the video games, or even accidents, or any. I think any kind of newsworthy stuff always seems to be something that's tragic. Like you know that fire in Boonville last night or this yeah, morning, or going that big accident, or or the stuff that's going on in Puerto Rico. Like it's always horrible news. It's never like the uplifting stuff that gets the front page stuff. Never. It's always like. You know, seven car pile up, five dead. It's all this alarming yeah. news. It isn't like you know the good stuff that happens all the time. They always yeah. gets overshadowed. On the, on the back of page nine, you, you see Good Samaritan took care of fifty homeless. You know, some something. There's yeah. always 
you got to read through all the bad, and by the time you're so depressed, you don't want to read anymore. They say, oh, well, there, there's something nice. You know, This organization did something nice. So it, it's, I don't know, it, things that are irrelevant to most people, they try to make it relevant to what? To, to depress everybody all the time? Well, that's what I mean. I try to limit myself to the amount of news I take in now because, uh, yeah. because um, you know, my sanity is, um, you know, it's uh, crucial for me to try to keep. You know, I find myself teetering on the brink of, like, sometimes I feel like a ticking time bomb, you know? Uh, so I try to limit the time I spend. <laughs> you end up like Michael Douglas and falling not that I'm gonna, not yeah, that, right? yeah, not that I'm going to do any, like any harm to any. But I'm just like, yeah, I'm just like, sometimes you feel like the walls are crumbling. Like, what the hell is going on in this world, you know? And you, I, so I keep myself away from news because it can be depressing. You ever see me walking around with a duffel bag? Just don't ignore me. There's something in it. It's just horrible. You know, the new, it's just horrible stuff. And then not even you don't even get into the political rants and all this kind of stuff that's going on. I try to keep things light. You know, I'd yeah. rather argue over, you know, or debate over like who's got the best tomato pie in the city yeah. than than talk about where your stance. How about is who's got the best golf tournament? Uplifting golf tournaments. I got it. I got to hit Fuge real quick. Fuge, East Utica, buddy. The guys at East Utica. You got Rock coming on next. He's week. coming on Monday. As a coming matter on fact. Monday. Yeah. The East Utica boys, it's it's guys like that that uplift people. Yeah. You know, take the negative, turn it into a positive. Right. Those guys, they uplift people. They How do about the tournament. That? It started out, I think, I, I think they started out. How about the out food at that tournament? The food? The food? Yeah. The food's nonsense. I don't even know why they have a buffet at the end of that thing. I feel like a, I feel like a slob. You could roll me up the hill. Eating and drinking. See, I don't all golf. I wish I did. But, like, you should. Just, it, just it drive just the seem, cart. It just seems super fun. Drink. You're my caddy. It's super fun. You're my I, I want to go. You're going to be my caddy. You just got to bring the bring the tomato pie. We'll ride on the cart. We're going to put Garrett on the roof. Garrett likes to ride on the roof of the cart. Uh-uh. You could just drive, and we're good. Is it? Are you allowed to uh, drink and drive a golf cart? Is that allowed legally? I don't think you're on a club. You're not yeah. supposed to talk about it. You're drinking. You're not supposed to talk about it. Because you're on private property. It's a private property. Private property. Everything is very fear-based is what Mazzotti is saying right now. It. It, it really is. Yeah, we. Chris, you know, Chris knows what he's talking about too. I, 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 I Chris, Adrian, Chris is a, he's a smart guy. Very smart. Very yeah. smart. Um, also, Lisa is saying you have to really look online to find anything good news story wise or anything good in general. You have yeah. to really look deep online. Oh yeah. Because none of these news media outlets are reporting it. Fox News, NBC, CNN, CNN. CNN. None they, of them. They all have their oh, different all variations negative. and nonsense. Yeah, they all have their that's agendas, it. and that's and it. That's Where's it. the unbiased news? Maybe like BBC or like you know, is there anything on NPR Is that's there unbiased? Any unbiased news though? Is, is there? anything no. unbiased? No, not at is all. Anything? Every, everything has its own viewpoint, and that's it. And they they push their agenda, and that's the end of it. They want you to know what they what they want you to know. That's it. So you got to watch. You got to figure it out at nine o'clock. You got to watch Cuomo, Hannity, zip back and forth between the two. Read between the lines and say, you know what? Both you guys are full of shit. Neither neither one of you are telling me what is really going on. You're telling right. me your side. You're telling me your side. One guy's trying to make me hate another guy. One guy's trying right. to make me hate this guy. It's all about who you're going to hate first. And that's the thing that drives me crazy, too. It's like Republicans and Democrats. It's like the bloods and the crips now. Or like you, either yes. one or the other. You can't be in the middle. God no. forbid if you're in the middle. No. I'm in the middle. Right? I think I think most people are. I think most people are in the middle, and you slant a little bit this way sometimes. Mm-hmm. Right, right. You slant this way on views. Right. But I think most good people are in the middle. There's a lot of common ground between all of us. We all got families, people we love. I think all of us. 
there's common ground there, but it's all you're you're red, you're blue, you're this, you're that, you're liberal, you're you know it's it's crazy. I can't, I really truly can't. You know what I can't stand? I can't stand putting pineapple on pizza. Oh. Ah. That's worse than that's, politics to me. That's, that's what I can't stand, you know? <laughs> me too. I don't care about the political realm. I can't stand no. putting pineapple on pizza and putting mayonnaise on meatball parm subs. That's what I can't stand. Great Claire segue. Snickers. Mike, this is a great segue on things that pisses us off. Absolutely. All right? I want to talk about things that pisses us off. That's what, I, that's what pisses me off, putting that, pineapple that on pizza. That pisses you off right there is pineapple I mean, on whatever, pizza. whatever anybody likes, if somebody calls up and you order something, I will gladly do anything anybody likes, especially because, you know, you're getting paid to do it, and it's part, part of customer service. It's fine. But really, really, it isn't fine, you know? You're putting the pineapple on the pizza, though. The Who started that? Why? 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 You know? Papa that, John's. That was a... Is it Papa John? I don't that, know. That, that, sounds, uh, like, I think it started... That guy got in big trouble. Yeah. Didn't he? The Papa that, John guy got in big guy, trouble. Yeah, he, they're reeling now. That whole thing. You know, for one, it's chain pizza, so we all know how we feel about chain pizza. Oh, yeah. UK sucks. The pepperoni inside the Papa John's box sucks. Yeah. And so is that fake garlic butter <laughs> they put in the box suck. I agree. I'd rather go to any one independent pizzeria around, any any single one. Pick out any one of them. Right here, we got in a stone throw, we got them all. Pizza Box, Rosario's, Parkway, Oskinese, right right here, you know? Yeah. yeah. I'd rather go to one of them to go to Papa John's or Pizza. Domino's. You know? Or, yeah, Domino's. That was a very bad stoner move right there. It was like, hey, let's try pineapples on this pizza and see what happens. You know, but people do, enjoy, right. people do enjoy, I don't know if it's the acidity and the tomato sauce and whatever... Pi- pineapple is one of those things that I just are waiting to happen. Yeah, I don't. Oh, definitely by far. Danny Molino saying it's a California thing. I think it started in Hawaii. Though. Yeah, I think it originally but started it, there. It's definitely a west. It's, oh, it's a west, a west coast, coast thing. thing. You, you get out, you get out to California, the pizza there is weird. <laughs> Mazzotti's saying Papa John's is a great Axlax alternative. He's right. <laughs> just eat it right on the toilet, right? You might yeah, just right. Kill That's two it. birds with one stone. That's it. You're in and out. In and out burger. Uh, what pisses you off, Matt? A lot. Yeah, let's <laughs> listen. We got time, man. Mike, oh. I'll touch base on a few things. Oh. Burnt fish. Burnt fish. fish pisses me off. This yeah. is great. Sometimes tell, tell the fish story. The fish story. You got Matt's Matt's an intense guy, right? I appreciate his intensity. You know, he's a little testy. You know, he reminds me a lot of myself sometimes. I I overall have a good outlook towards life, but once in a while, you just you get in the mood. You know. And I don't know if that's a Utica thing. I see a lot of guys running, scowling and stuff. I'm like, what are you upset about? You know, everyone's upset. Half the upset. time, it's nothing. It's just like it's my natural. I'm just pissed off. If I figure, if I'm, just, <laughs> if I'm just, if I just look pissed off all the time, the little things in life make me so happy because I just look pissed all the time. Matt made me a fish sandwich. He does this beautiful fish sandwich with like a, a piece. Can you spell sandwich? Can I spell it? Yeah, please spell it. Yeah, yeah. Let's see. Sandwich is uh, S A N G. <laughs> W-I-C-H Maybe there's a silent H in there Maybe is it, is it W-H-I-C-H Or is it S-A-N-G-I-C-H Sandwich Sandwich A sandwich You know Like my mom talks like that I made sandwiches You know Continue on with the fish sandwich So I go in there for lunch Matt make me something You know Whatever you'd like to make And he makes a fish sandwich And uh he struggled with it. The, the, he struggled with the fish. Something it didn't fry right or something. I see him it working wasn't right for me. I, I see, yeah, I see him working. He's constructing this sandwich and whatever. And then like the the whole he he finally gave up on the first piece of fish. The whole plate, everything against the wall, and then into the gar into the garbage. The whole it's plate, slid. Boom! It, it slid it's, down the wall in the garbage. The ocean was so flawless. The plate 
went sideways. The fish fell down into the plate. It's so Matt, like Matt runs hot. Matt, Matt runs hot, you know. So, like, I saw the whole plate <laughs> fall in the garbage, the fish. And, it was it, gone. and then he collected himself and then executed. Then he presented me with this beautiful fish, you know, that's on his menu or whatever. But the, fr- the first go-around, he struggled with it, something, you know. And then, yeah. And then he, he reeled himself back in and then he executed, you know. It worked out well. It worked out well. Yeah. But he, you know. A lot, a lot makes him mad upset. I believe. Yeah, yeah, he's I, always pissed. You're just pissed off all the time. You're pissed, and people think you're pissed, and then people try to lecture you, and they say, you know, you, you know that that pisses me off. People telling me I'm pissed pisses me off. I'm like, what? Are you, what you know what? Matt's I'm, always angry. It's my natural look. <laughs> he's always he's angry. I'm gonna, I'm he's gonna always annoyed. Ripping, and I'm going to do what pisses me the fuck off on a daily basis. <laughs> We're going to do a segment every day at like 1 o'clock in the You should morning. go live on your Instagram or I'm, something. I, I'm yep. going to do it. Every, on my way to work. That's what I you know what? doing. Driving from my house downtown every morning, I see at least 10 things that piss me off. Okay. For no reason. Why am I driving down the road and there's a random car door open? What the hell are you doing at 4.30 in the morning with your door open on a nothing street? What are you doing? I want to know. I want to know why the garbage man had to take the orange bucket and leave it here. You can't just put it back. Is your is the, the gar- I respect for the garbage man. They do a great job, but. Put it back where you found it? Put it back where it was. Why do you have to take it? Your truck is right there. You ride on the side of the truck. You get paid good money to pick it up and throw it in the truck. Pick it up, throw it in the truck. Put it back. Why is my orange bucket down the street? It wasn't windy last night. There was no wind. There was no wind. Doggy bags. Carry the dog bag. Don't just carry the dog bag like you're carrying it so people can see you with it. Bend over and pick it up. What about the orange bucket itself? Do you are you upset that you have to actually put your recycling no, like, into I an like orange, the orange bucket? bucket because you it's can't get orange buckets anymore too. That's oh. it. They discontinued those. Oh yeah. So, so now you have to get like a bucket, like your own. Like you have to supply bag. your own bucket. You have to yeah, your own yeah. Bucket now. And my taxes are still going up, but I can't get the freaking orange bucket anymore. I got to get a sticker to put on a bucket that I went and bought. So if I got to go buy the bucket and the garbage man still throws my bucket down the street, now I'm double pissed. Oh my God, so this works. is funny. So Andy wants to know, why does every guy from Utica sound like they're in the witness protection program? <laughs> <laughs> that is the comment of the day right there, and it's so true, man. Uh, he also says he hates being asked if he's mad. It makes him more mad when people ask him. Or how about this one? What's wrong? Okay. Oh, what's wrong? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing. 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 Nothing's you, wrong. What, what are you? Uh, yeah. You know? Well, the look on your face looks like you got something wrong with you. No. Uh, that's my natural look, so people won't talk to me. All right. My, the thing that pisses me off the most: driving down the road, and I'm trying to get somewhere, and somebody's driving slow as ass mm. in the left lane. Yeah, that's tough to deal that with sometimes. That drives me absolutely bonkers. Horrible. It's tough left to deal lane with is for passing only people. And then you get behind somebody got like a PA plate or something like that. Oh uh-huh. yeah. You know. Yep. Worst drivers in town. Uh, Michelle, Michelle's your wife, right? She is. Michelle she is. is and this is another thing that pisses That's me Mrs. off. That's Mrs. Delicious. Mrs. Delicious. <laughs> another thing that pisses me off, and she brings us up, the blue bag prices went up and got thinner. I did a PSA about this uh, back maybe two years ago, and my, my video went, went viral, went locally really? viral. Huh? Can you curse on me? I, I prefer that you curse. Yeah. Fuck yeah. blue bags. Yeah, seriously, though. <laughs> So I did this video. It kind of went viral about how, like, 
there, there's perforation around the drawstring. So when you go to draw, it's ripping the top of the bag open. You can't tie the top of the bag of the blue bag. It's no. The, it's Why the, are we using fucking blue bags to begin it's with? It's the anyway? worst ill-constructed thing you're, ever. You're taking it garbage is. bags that you buy, you're putting them inside the fucking blue bag. Right. Is that just so we can control the guy? Because what is the difference between the blue bag and the goddamn hefty bag I just bought? Yeah. Why do I got to buy hefty bags and then you're buying blue bags on top of that to stick a bag inside of a bag? How about this for an idea, too? You know what? Because they they, they have to buy those bags and they sell them to us, you know, to put our garbage in. What yeah. if you just sold, like, a blue tag or something so you could use your own discretion for the garbage bag that you use and put the blue tag on it so then – if someone wants to spend money and get a nice big contractor bag or a heavy, hefty bag, yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they just, you just got to tag it with something and put your garbage out. Because I see people jam, like, you know, they put, like, a you know, a chair inside a blue bag to try to throw it away, you know, and the bag's all busted. I, when I lived on Mary Street, I saw a dude steal a blue bag. He took yeah. the blue bag off the garbage and then left <laughs> with the blue bag. And I lived on the okay. 1000 block of Mary in between Jefferson and Nickel. And um, I'm like, why, why am I here, you know? And then when I saw the dude take the, blue, he took the blue bag and just, you know, and I'm like, <laughs> then I moved. Like uh, a month later, I moved. I'm like, I don't need to be here. I work That's two jobs. I don't have to live down here. I'm gonna move, you know. <laughs> and Mazzotti's saying uh, the blue bags got better after I did that little rant. They did for a minute, but I think they went back to the quality. It's the manufacturer that they were using. They're using this a cheap, thin, cheap freaking company from China to make these stupid fucking blue bags that we have to use every week. Totally back to an American. You know, oh, back to the cheap, thin, perforated blue bags. They yeah. suck. They yeah. absolutely suck. I just there's no local some. manufacturer that makes these fucking night. things. You know, so we're set, we're paying taxes. Mm-hmm. We buy blue bags. So the state of New York or the county of Oneida, whoever's in charge of this bullshit, can take our blue bag money and send it to China. Yeah. Right. So if anybody wants to know what's wrong with this country, <laughs> there you, go right there. you just got your question answered <laughs> with the fucking blue bags in the city of Utica. Okay? Oh, my God. Blue bags are the problem with this country because they're made in China when we have to use them in Utica, New York. I haven't had to buy a blue bag in a while because Hamilton, you know, we don't, have, we don't have to deal with that in Hamilton. Really? So, yeah. How do, how do you deal with your garbage in Hamilton? Well, you got a dumpster. You right? dumpster yeah. and throw the garbage. You throw the garbage you can I come to Hamilton? Service. Yeah, you can get it. Come every Wednesday. Garbage. Yeah. I'll take the garbage now. I'll come every Wednesday. I'll pick up your garbage, and I'll throw it in the dumpster. Thank you. That's what I need. <laughs> I need that. Perfect. All right. Every and that way, we can, you know, we can, that way we can solve some problems. Maybe it'll help you with your, you know. My anger issues. Your anger issues. Oh, Perfect. man. So but this whole blue bag thing is blowing up right now. And Fuck blue bag. <laughs> and everybody's, everybody's chiming in on it, too. Uh, <laughs> the blue bags do suck. They're horrible. Uh, no more blue bags. I'm all about that. Janan checking in from Taste of Laos. Good to hear from you, sweetheart. And, yes, we would love to do another spicy challenge with you. We were doing this spicy. We did one this past Monday. We did a uh, – we call it sauced. Yeah. We sit around and eat a whole bunch of hot sauce and, and pretty much shit fire logs. That's awesome. What happens. Fabulous. But, um, she Is that like chicken wings or – Yeah, we, we put it on chicken nuggets. So we had some stuff ranging from like 250,000 on the Scoville units to 5 million on the Scoville units. Chicken, like chicken nuggets as in like McDonald's chicken nuggets? I, you know what? I just got some from Hannaford, some microwave shit, and just did it that way. Yeah. Well, Taste of Laos came in one night and did like all these levels of heat and stuff like that, and it was like the most flavorful – 
spicy hot challenge we've ever done in our lives. So, yes, we got to oh, take that she'll, she'll burn your ass in the most tasteful way possible. Oh, it's, taste, it's, it's great. Taste, crazy. Of, taste of Laos is awesome, too. That's the They're great the thing about this city, too, yeah. the diversity. Right in my backyard. It's nice. So, you know, that's that's cool, too. And that's that's a that's a Laotian-Italian uh, combo over there. Yeah, right, that's exactly. Varley and that. Yeah, that's that's a cool. That's that's a Utica combo. Right. Yeah. Right. Seriously. Yeah. That's what's cool about this city. We're so small. Look at the diversity we got here, and the food's banging. Delicious. Banging. Yeah. Banging. I love delicious. that. I love the lop over there. The meat salad. It's delicious. So many great restaurants. Now Andy was wondering about this blue bag thing. You know, we Fuck blue bag. We gotta explain to him. He I'm gonna to I'm gonna drop my garbage on Bligger Street. I'm just gonna drop it there. <laughs> <laughs> he says he's heard of blue balls, but not blue bags. So blue bags, or the city of Utica makes you buy these particular garbage bags that you have to put on the side. A, bl- a blue tea bag. It's, it's a blue bag, right? <laughs> a blue tea a bag. A blue tea right. bag. And, and they've gone up in price too. <laughs> they've gone up in price too. They've they have. Got, yeah, they keep they going up a quarter, a quarter, a quarter. keeps going up and up and up and up. I think where does we're getting squeezed here. We are for a freaking bag. It's a garbage bag. Fucking like, pyramid do, scheme on the blue bag. Why do we need a freaking blue bag? Why do we need this garbage bag? They won't take it if it's a yellow bag. They won't take it if it's a regular old New York Mills because New York Mills has got the yellow ones. Right, those green. Yeah. What difference does it make? I don't know. Is it a, ta- is it a tax thing? Does waste management get taxed in, in different areas? Everything costs, right? Uh-huh. So we got to we got to pay to. Yeah. Remember when we used to just be able to put garbage out, though? Years ago, you just put a black bag at the curbside, and the garbage just would just be gone. Go. Yeah. I take it from the kitchen, out the, out the back door, walk around the house, throw it on the curb, and then the next morning, it was like magic. It was gone. Okay. Now, yeah. it sits there for weeks. <laughs> if it's not blue. Right. It's not blue. I make my own? <laughs> right. make our own blue bag, see if it works. So, uh, after I did my rant a couple years right ago. Right on the side in a Sharpie. Yeah. City of Utica blue bag. <laughs> please take. <laughs> please take. Take now. Yeah, please take. This is a blue bag. So after I did that rant, I had uh, former mayor of Utica, Tim Julian, come in to explain why this whole blue bag thing is. Okay, And he did. He got to the bottom of it for us. So what it is is instead of charging everybody this garbage tax across the board, which they still do already, yeah. you already get a garbage tax. But take you've got a family of four as in comparison to a woman who's seven years old living by herself. Mm-hmm. So for that woman who's 70 years old by herself, she shouldn't be paying the same amount of taxes as the family of four or five. Seems right? fair. Seems fair, right? Yeah. So let's condense it into like you have to buy this particular bag to throw your garbage out, but they still tax us anyways, which it just doesn't. It's just another way. It's the way you know. It's just one of those things. We got to you know. You yeah. just you get to pay. It's just another bill you pay. And Andy's saying use blue spray paint. Yeah. <laughs> this is, this is uh, delicious. If, now she hit Cuomo up. It, it was Cuomo supposed will ban the blue bags like he did grocery bags. Because what's the difference? Styrofoam's coming next to it. Are you going to ban Styro? Well, yeah. 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 You should. Yeah, I mean, and I'm all for bad that. for the environment, really. Yeah. Yeah, so is the bags. It, yeah, no, it is. And I'm it all is. about, like, the, you know, getting rid of straws and the bags and stuff like that. That's the hippie in me, of course. You know, I'm, I'm half a hippie. But um, but as far as, like, these, these freaking blue bags, they got to go. It's stupid. Fuck blue bags. And I think everybody, if you're going to the grocery store, you should you know, use boxes or recyclable bags or something like that. I don't disagree. I don't disagree with that. We had a Colgate student come in, and, and she was talking about sustainability. And sometimes it's the affordability of being the sustainability because the eco-friendly containers cost like three times the amount of the styrofoam. So right. let's try to drop the price of the eco-friendly containers. And it's about, I think, education, too, making sure people – I've seen people walk up to one of those receptacles. There's three places to put three places to put garbage, and everyone puts the garbage in one slot. It all goes in one – you can say, here, your battery goes here, your styrofoam goes here, paper goes there, and someone go up and go, ah, oh, fuck it, and they throw it all in the same spot, uh-huh. you know? 
<laughs> Andy's kicking. You're on fire today, brother. He's saying, good thing you guys have smart cooks because your politicians sound stupid. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> so true. So true. But anyways, uh, it, it's just ridiculous. So many different things that, that piss us off. And, and we just spent like the last 20 minutes talking about blue bags, and that's yeah. one thing that really gets on the nerves. Well, it, 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 someone, mentioned, someone mentioned blue balls, too. Yeah. Blue balls, how, blue bags. How, how how upsetting is that? That's, 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 that's more upsetting than the blue bag. It is. Yeah, blue balls. It is. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. way more upsetting than the blue bag. Tea bag and the blue balls. Tea thing. bag, a blue bag, a tea bag, a blue tea bag. It hurts at that point. But maybe we should, uh, maybe we should count our blessings and not be so angry. You know, I'll gladly put pineapple on pizza and we'll Ugh. gladly pay for a blue bag. Ugh. And no? fish will just swim. You know that was better do? than dunking meatballs and mayonnaise. Ugh. That's, that's another thing I can't stand with mayonnaise. I don't. I skeeve mayonnaise, man. I can't stand it. You know, in small doses, I can't say that because in small doses, you know, maybe, you know, like in, when it's in like potato salad and stuff like that or whatever. Right. Like that blue cheese has got mayonnaise in it, but it's it? it's blue cheese dressing. It's di- but like um like oh, extra mayo. You know, like if I got a, Helmet, a sub, or, like ugh. you know, Miracle Whip yeah. or Miracle stuff. Whip. Ugh. I can't stand any of that stuff. I can't deal with any of it. Sean Raz, what up, brother? Good to hear from you. Man, it's been a while, so get in touch with me, man. Uh, Michelle's saying you have to pay the yearly waste management fee, too, which is ridiculous. That's yeah. the tax that they get you every year. It, it's just, it, it's unbelievable. And it, it's almost like the, the tolls of everything else. Oh, yeah. And that goes up more and more each day. Oh, well, now. The tolls. You got your mandatory easy pass. Yep. If you don't have one, your plate's going to get charged, which, okay, whatever. Wait, what do you mean mandatory easy pass? You Everyone has to have it. Oh, you don't know? No. When the, did that? The, 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 the three-way people that hand you the ticket that are so pleasant and yeah. give you the ticket, they're breathing all the carbon monoxide all yeah. day long. That's my old sign. They're, they're, they're going to become obsolete apparently soon. Huh. So when you're driving down the three-way, if you don't have an easy pass. These people are going to lose their jobs. Yeah. So let, let's put, I mean, how, figure how many people. Every, every toll booth, there's at least two people. Uh-huh. At least call it. You know, some got one, some got five. Yep. They're all done. So we can have cameras take pictures of our license plates so we can pay now more. Ridiculous. Yep. New York State's soon they're going to charge you to take a shit. So get ready for that. You're gonna how much is that going to pay? How much is that going to cost? You're going to quarter every time you go to the bathroom. On the throughway? It's going to go right to Cuomo. All the time. Even when you're in your own house, you're going to get a camera. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. You're going to have to get. You ever have to go poop on, uh, on the throughway like at a throughway Absolutely. stop? Every time I'm on the throughway. Make it a point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. I remember bus trips from Utica, like Yankee bus trips, like from Paul's Pub down to Yankee Stadium, and then being bombed by the time we got to Newburgh, like just straight up bombed, you know. <laughs> um, and I remember the holding tank on the bus was was full because everyone had to go to, you know, I was going to the bathroom. They're like, you can't, you know, you can't go to the bathroom anymore because the holding tank's full on the bus. But the potty's full. Yeah. yeah, the potty was full. Yeah, <laughs> I remember having the bridge and empty it. No, <laughs> that's terrible. Man, he gets, the best part is they have help wanted signs on the toll booth for a while. All those jobs are being eliminated. Yeah, I didn't ever even realize they had because I'm on a throughway all the freaking time. Yeah, uh, I don't all, all that automation, yeah. uh, even the baggers and grocery stores. I mean, when's the last time? I, I can't remember the last time you go into a grocery store and you actually get checked out by somebody, and then there's somebody behind them. Like I bagged at Shenanigans years ago, and you'd have a cashier, and there'd a be bagger. a bagger, yeah. and that was nice uh, customer service. Like you'd have somebody bagging everything up. And then someone would cash you out, and now there's one person struggling to do both a lot of times. Yeah. Or they got that wheel with the bags they open up, the plastic bags, which we don't have no more, right? They, they, well, they they're, can't. Still, they're, they're still there, I they're guess. They're still around, but they're going to 
be eliminated. Yeah. yeah. Every grocery store is going to be like BJ's where you got boxes. You but I, see, I'm a boxes. fan of that, though. I really am because you can fit more in a box than you can in a, in oh, a plastic sure. bag that's going to. Well, part of that, too, is that, you know, it's cost effective for places to do that because they don't have to spend anything on, like, bags. Right. Like all these. You go to all these, you, you yeah, no either bring your bags in. You buy one. Yeah. And then, you, you know, the quarter in the cart thing, too. That is uh, an incentive to bring the cart back so that they don't have to pay oh, anyone yeah. to go in the park. Like we used to go in the park line entries, take the cart. Take them. Or you go to Hannaford down here. You should look at Hannaford. Yeah. I, I told you that story. I told that story, I think, here. My brother-in-law works over there, right, produce. And um, guys come in, and they're, they're eating grapes, and they're eating stuff. And they, my brother-in-law goes up to a guy and goes, man, I'm sorry. You, you can try one to see if they're sweet, but you can't. Like, you can't eat, like, like a whole you you know, vine eat. of. Uh, you can't have lunch. Yeah, you can't eat. Yeah. And he goes, you owe me. I brought two carts back. I brought two carts back. You guys you guys owe me. <laughs> so he was walking around right somewhere on. down here and picked up two carts, brought them back to Hannaford. They went inside and go, I'm going to go graze the produce section and eat because I brought you two carts they back. They kiwi, handful of grapes. They got cherries. Yeah. Figs are in season. Oh, yeah. You got to make sure yeah. it's good. <laughs> uh, you know, one thing that also pisses me off, and I think we need, this is my PSA for the day. I usually try to put out a public service announcement each day. Mm. And today, my public service announcement is patience, people. Have some freaking patience. Okay, if you're, if you're talking about patience, no, you're, I'm you're talking with, to two wrong person. You're, 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 yeah. And I, I think this is the reason why I'm trying to get it across. Is if, if I can shed a little positive influence on you two, I could probably do it from many people. Yeah. Patience. Just breathe, brother. Patience are vir- virtue. I, I feel more patient just by the way you said that. Thank you. It was very soothing. I, <laughs> Matt, pump the brakes. We'll smoke one, too, after this. But anyways, I w- during the holidays, I was a price shopper. And I was in one of those lines. Uh, I saw this woman. She didn't have much. But what she had was a stack of gift cards. And it takes a minute to ring up those gift cards, how much you're going to punch in and stuff like that. And she literally had maybe 30, 40 gift cards. That she did all her Christmas shopping at Price Shopper. Smart, though. In a way, she got it all done. So I'm sitting there waiting. No big deal. I'm in no hurry. I, I have patience. I, I'm trying to learn patience. I'll tell you that. I'm trying to learn patience. So it's a process. Th- and this, this was definitely a process, sitting behind this woman. But there's a guy that's sitting behind me, huffing and puffing, bitching and complaining. Now, mind you, every checkout stand is completely full. It's the holidays. Okay. He starts bitching about, oh, oh, my God, I picked this one because it looked like she didn't have any and blah, 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 blah. She didn't have anything. And he's huffing and puffing. I'm like, bro, relax. Relax. Calm down. You're going to get there. It might take a little bit longer, maybe a few extra minutes. But you're going to get, be able to check out your stuff. It's going to happen. Just relax. Just breathe. Take it in. You know, you're not going to, you're making the situation a lot worse by having this attitude right now. Absolutely. All right? Stop having this attitude. Keep it inside. If you have a problem, keep it inside. Didn't your mom tell you if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything? Yes. Right? When I'm in that situation, I don't spread the joy amongst people. I'll just leave my cart and walk out. I think I'll just come back. I've walked in. I walked in the wall. Me and my wife, we walked in the Walmart, and she'll she'll jump on and talk shit, too. I, we walked in the Walmart. It's like 9 o'clock at night, I figured. I had to guy get five things. Five things. I walked in, had my cart up. No patience. No None. Patience. None. I get my cart. I'm walking. I, I, I turned the corner to where you walk in, in North Utica from the side door. I figured, ah, good. I got to park right up front. No, nope. I took my hands off the car. I turned around. I said, okay, let's go. There's so many people. I, I, you I, walked I, out of the pizzeria before. You came out to see me at the pizzeria. I wasn't there on a Saturday. He got pissed and walked out. And then told me, I goes, I was just there, and I got pissed off, and I left. Your wife's saying you have pa- no patience all the time. None. 
No. There's a hole. <laughs> there's, there's a hole. What? There's a hole. It was a and hole in the slice. Then the kid, the kid, the kid, he was he was awful. The kid was awful. He's like he's slain my place. He came out to see me and say, "I've always slain me." Yes. You know. Uh-huh. And he's a friend. No, no patience. No patience. Just breathe, you know? brother. Just breathe. You ever tried yoga? I have. Have you? It's good. Yeah. I, had, I got a book somewhere. <laughs> I do a meditation book. I don't know. It helps. It I'm telling you. I don't know where it is. Now, I'll, did I'll that woman? Did that woman pay for a check? Did she use no, a check no. to pay for that? Because I've been in line before too, and they go, "Oh, what the fuck, man! You're using a check? Who uses a check? <laughs> you know, yeah. you know, the gr- a woman's like ninety. She's writing a check for her groceries, and dude behind her is like, "Oh, what the fuck!" And you're like, "Oh, some they don't even nuts. write checks anymore. They just hand it to her. They yeah. run it through the thing, goes yeah. in and out." And she's elderly, and she's trying to write the check, and the guy's like, "I give me the pen. I'll write your check for you." Have some patience. That's it. Patience. Patience would. That's good advice, though. I agree with that. It would help the world go much smoother, and it would help with a lot of like a lot of things. There's less compassion more and more each day too for each other, and like there's totally less of no compromise anymore. It's like either my way or that's it. And if you don't agree to me, then I hate you. Like that's got to stop, people. That's got to stop. People are going to disagree. You know, you like a different sports team than I do. It's not mean I'm going to freaking hate you. I don't hate you because you got that hat on. You don't hate me because I'm wearing this shirt. Got a clover on it. Dude. Right. There's a lot of hate, right? There's a lot of hate. <laughs> right. Stop Lack with of the hate. Uh, empathy and understanding. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Stop with the hate, people. That's Everybody. what I'm trying to preach. Like, stop. Have patience, compassion for each other. That's what we try to shed some positive influence on people. Through this show, through this network, and that's what I want to preach. I want people to, you know, coast along more in life with each other. We need to, we need to be in a groove and harmony with each other. We need to be more sync as a society instead of being so divided. I agree with that. It's a whole, it's yeah. a whole, a whole society. We're so divided right now. Yeah. ridiculous. Mm. But over what though? Who knows? Think about it. Think about I don't it. know. What are we really it's, divided it, over? It's a divide and conquer. I actually had people. I had an old teacher of mine. I'm not going to name drop her, but I'd love to because this was the most ridiculous thing I've ever encountered. I'm walking in. I had a few guys sitting at the counter. They had Fox News on. Fucking it, okay. You got news on. Big deal. They're they're in the back room. You've been in my back room. Uh-huh. You, when you're in the back room, you don't even know what's going on up front at all. I walk through the back room. And she stopped me and goes, is that the news channel you're going to watch in here? I said, well, the gentleman at the counter requested me to put it on, so I put it on and I left it because you know, they're, they're watching us. Well, if that's the case, we'll no longer visit your establishment. And, you know, instead, Just because you had a program on your television. Huh? And instead of saying what I would have liked to said to her, I, thought, I said, well, you know, I, what are you going to do? I mean, it's a public place. The, the guy wanted, I mean, you guys are in the back here. You know, I love you guys coming in. I don't want to upset you, but I don't want to upset them either. So now you're putting me in a position telling me I got to go change my the channel on my TV in my place. Right. And you're not even watching it. Right. Why don't you just keep it uh, 100 and just tell me, why don't you go fuck yourself and go to McDonald's for lunch then? Because Fox News is on. So go around the Why don't you go around the bank? Why don't you go around the bank? Yeah, keep it 100. <laughs> keep it real. You go, why, don't you, why don't you go around the corner of the bank place and, eat, and go to Taste the Louse and eat lunch over there then? Because I got Fox News on. Well, yeah, but, that, but that's the thing. Needless to say, it's been three months. They've never come back. And they were coming in like at least on a weekly basis. That one instance, and. I should, you know, and I think back on it. I should have took their check, ripped it up, told them to get the fuck out, and don't come back. That's right. the real. That's the real, Matt. The no patience. Yeah. Get out of here because Fox so is I on. Did, I do have my moments to where I do subside, 
my ridiculousness uh-huh. and try to be cordial with people. But even a situation like that, I was I tried being cordial with them. I went through the motions with them, and it wasn't good enough for them. So that's an asshole. Are you one to snap right off the right <laughs> no, off the I, bat? I, Do you think before you act? The older I get, the better I, I get at it. Yeah. But but it depends on the situation. You know, if if I'm in a public setting, depending, I'll, I'll be fine. Here's a good example. Okay. I bring my daughter to the airport last week. She had body spray, some stuff she got for Christmas in, in her bag. She goes through. They they put it through that fucking thing. The, the fat douchebag that was the TSA girl. This, this is Matt. <laughs> when I converse with Matt, these are this is how a conversation goes so on this, the phone. This is reality. Okay. We're sitting there. Now, she did. She's she's thirteen. She didn't. It didn't comprehend her. It was oversized. So I told the lady. I says, "Well, my wife and I we're not getting on the plane." Now it's people like this that do cause problems because instead of saying, "Oh, well, I get it," it's. It's fucking Bath and Body Works body spray. The seal's still on it. There, we're not, she's 13. We're not trying to blow up the plane. You know, we're, there, there's no national disaster. Today. I get it. The country's old. on high alert. There are some nasty shit going on in the world today. But just the cordialness of the situation. So if you're going to react to me like a cunt, well, guess what? Oof. I, he said the C word. I did. I did. I brought it out. But that's what it was. You know, you came at me like, and she comes at Now, you're not even talking to me. You're talking to my 13-year-old child reprimanding her about oversized body spray Ridiculous. in her carry-on. So I said, ma'am, I said, not for nothing. My wife and I aren't getting on the plane. Okay, can, can you just throw it over there? You can pick it up if it's still available where you released your receptacle. Well, where is that? Where you first released your receptacle. First of all, what the fuck is my receptacle? And what did I release? <laughs> I took in stride for a second. Then she turns, she goes, you're... You know what? Just forget it. She turns around. So I said, you know what? You fucking. Did they let her bag. keep it? No. No, you had to throw it away. No, or... she, she threw it out. She threw it out. She had three co-workers sitting there looking at him, shaking her head, going, dude, this... you know, been through Syracuse Airport. A hundred times, a million start times. Start the line. Yeah. There's a table. Just put it on the fucking table. I'll come back, and I'll pick it up, and I'll leave the goddamn airport with it. I'm not going to keep it in the airport. Okay? It's clear body spray. You can see right through it. Uh-huh. There's nothing in there. She's 13. Why do you have to be a douchebag to my 13-year-old? Why? Because you got your fucking TSA badge on, and you think you're some goddamn pillar of society because you're down-talking a 13-year-old? Is it on the list of banned items? No, it's just no, oversized. It wasn't. It's it just oversized. It's too big. Oh, I got you. Okay, okay. Instead, of it, instead of it being this big, yeah, it's yeah. this big. Not travel size. It wasn't travel size. So I'm TSA lady, I'm so sorry my daughter didn't have travel size in her bag. That you had to belittle and be a stupid douchebag to her about it. So in turn, I told her, you're a fucking... I said, you know what? You don't have to be a fucking douchebag, you fat fuck. And I do apologize for the weight comment, but I'm in a crowded airport. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. Would you like to publicly apologize to this TSA woman <laughs> I, right now? I would now like to no? publicly apologize to the people she was working with that heard me call her a fat fuck. <laughs> but to her personally, no. She she was a douchebag, so she's going to live with that. Uh, you uh, you want to stop cherry pepper? You want to calm down and have something to eat? Can I, can I have one? Yeah, you <laughs> want because that's like fire in my ass. I will hit that drink. <laughs> I'm kind of hungry. I, we do got to we do gotta make oh, mention. Sure. Mike brought a bunch of stuff. We talked about it in the beginning of this podcast, but he brought the drunken tomato pie, which is one of my favorite freaking the best dishes thing out there. Oh, it really is. He brought a, a pizza in and some stuffed cherry peppers and stuff like that. The stuffed cherries are good, too, but they're, they're just not going to agree with my situation. 
you uh you you sparked a, a bunch of interest out here everybody's like yup and matt dropping the c word <laughs> <laughs> and your wife's saying wow so you got that PSA out for the days. Yeah. See, my mom's listening, man. Yeah, well. <laughs> Carol, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Carol. Your mom's awesome, by the way. Gerbil, good to hear from you, brother. Thank you. You're one of the good ones, too, bro. And you've been a mentor and a guide for me through for so many years. So thank you so much for your guidance. Um, much love to you guys, too, for coming in. This has been this has been a lot of fun. I do got to hand it off to the wrestling show that's coming up in a little bit. We, we do have our WWE wrestling podcast coming up in just a little bit, uh, Wrestle Fandom Radio, so we got to cut this kind of short in just a little bit. But I miss, I miss wrestling in the 80s. I miss the 80s wrestling. Macho Man. I loved it. You used to go to the Odd back in the day? Yeah, yeah. all the time. Oh, yeah, me too. Yeah, yeah. Hacksaw used to come out, Macho Man, elbow dropped him off the top. Oh, yeah, man. Leaping Lanny Poffo. There's nothing, nothing like 80s wrestling when Hulk Hogan and Macho Man and Ultimate Warrior were all doing an interview with me and Gene. And, since, you know, we were kids, but, you know, our parents were sitting there thinking, which one of them did more coke today? Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, and you could tell nowadays, too, watching oh, the old videos. Back Ultimate Warrior was totally drunk. Yeah. Those guys are all dead. <laughs> They're all dead. They all got typewriters. Macho Man's Hogan, dead. Hogan's still kicking, so you know Hogan and wasn't banging Ultimate Warrior's Hogan dead. banging them out, so Warrior's dead. Ho- Macho Man's dead. Mr. They're Elizabeth's dead. dead. They're all freaking dead. They're, it's crazy, man. I think Kamala died. Probably. No, actually, what happened to Kamala, He's got he got his legs amputated, both of them. Yeah, See, that's a wrestling fan. That's a wrestling fan oh, right yeah, there. Yeah. You drop a Kamala <laughs> reference, and then like, you know what? Actually, Kamala. Of order, of it, order. Yeah, yeah. Kamala. He's a black dude from Louisiana. He lost both his legs. He's cool. He's down there. He's all right. Yeah, right. That's what happened to him. Like he had some bad bout with diabetes or something happened. I don't know exactly what happened, but they had to amputate. But I felt dope because he's from Uganda. He's from like um, North Carolina. Right. And then I'm like, oh South, man. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we need to bring back Sergeant Slaughter versus the Iron Sheik. That yeah. was the yeah. they would, like they would bounce each other off the you know chair what, after the chair in Madison Square Garden. And way too politically incorrect, right there. Yeah. Oh, you 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 got the Army guy beating up the Iranian. Oh no. Well, I have a buddy of mine. He's an independent wrestler, and he goes by the name of Hacker Hameen. And he, it's kind of like a, a Muslim type of character. And I mean, they throw shit at him. And this is independent and like see like rfk arena in, in rome and like high school gymnasiums and they get brutal on him but he loves it he eats that shit right up but that's part of it though i mean like shtick. i don't know how uh wrestling like it, it could be considered racially insensitive you know like the characters in the, in the, in the storyline sometimes yeah. i don't know how it is now because i haven't really watched but it's probably very pc yeah i wish I, I wish i had contact my buddy brian kanabrowski he owns a wrestling company down in charlotte called pwx wrestling oh wow so he experiences a lot of stuff, and a lot of his guys they do go to the WWE, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I don't I don't follow I haven't watched wrestling since Macho Man dropped the elbow, but you know it is what it is. Brian would definitely have a lot of insight on this situation on how the storylines and what is the the political approach to to this stuff these days. Because back in the day, nobody cared. It, it wasn't nobody cared. No, right no, now, yeah. No, Everybody's so it. sensitive nowadays. Like Coco Beware, Coco Beware wouldn't even be a wrestling name now. He'd be getting sued because he was a black dude being called Coco. Coco, yeah, you're probably. You know right. what I mean? It, it just—it's stupidity. It's dumb shit. I gotta jump off subject really quick. This stuffed pepper that you made is freaking unbelievable. Thank you. What's it stuffed with? Make a mess. Break my boss. It's so good. So we pack them in the Italian dressing that I brought. We pack. We got our own uh, Italian dressing, and then those stuffed with um. Prosciutto and fontanella cheese. Oh my God, this is phenomenal. Fontanella is very soft and creamy. It is creamy. 
melts very well. Oh my God, so good. It, um, Thank you so much. For and for anyone that doesn't know, what, does anyone, you think anyone that's listening doesn't know what prosciutto is, or well, do we need to clarify? I, I don't think we need to clarify. Try cured. We tried cured serrano. Huh? <laughs> Phenomenal. Thank you so much for all the food. Is that what you use on the Cuban? On, on, on the Cuban? No, I, uh, I'm a local guy, you know, so I keep it local. I get all my meat from Basson's meat. Carmen Basson smokes my hands. And then, you know, Carmen Basson, he's another fiery guy. I love Carmen. You know, I've, I've walked in his place a few times on off hours, and he's kicking in the back door talking about fuck the Casa guy. I'm like, that's just phenomenal. How, how about a dessert club, too? Where did desserts come from? Desserts, the Holy Fazoli. Holy Shout out to Nicole Coza. We love you, Nicole. Coza. Everyone does. Joey's we all do. At 307, we got exclusive. We're Holy Fazoli exclusive. She's, she's my neighbor. She's my, you know, she's my, my right hand when it comes to the sweets. Mm-hmm. Almond paste cookies. Oh, she killed it. Oh, the Cake. Almond, you can't even buy almond paste right now. She's horrible at Fucking replying nonsense. to text messages, but she's really good at making desserts. That's Absolutely. Sure. <laughs> They're watching this now. They're all down at the restaurant now cleaning, and I'm sitting here jerking off with you guys. That's all right. That's all right. You deserve a little time off to yourself, I got man. fucking 20 gallons of milk. Do you need this? You grind so much, Matt. Do you ever have time to yourself? Ever. I don't. I you don't. Are, you, you, could add, you, could you know what would wife. make you such a less miserable bastard if that. you did have some time to yourself? You know what? See, Mike will vouch for this. Mm-hmm. He breaks my balls all the time. That That's why she's Mrs. Delicious. Uh-huh. The delicious really has nothing to do with the food. It's the life that Matt it's, it's needs. It's my lifestyle. It's his lifestyle. But, you know, before, before I enthralled myself and all this nonsense I do now, at any given time, Mike would call me up, be like, hey, what are you doing? I'd send him a picture. It's like 9 o'clock at night. I, I'm on the beach. In He's watching his sunset on, in Florida somewhere. Clearwater Beach with my fishing rod with a lightning storm in the background. And then I'm, I'm cleaning the grease trap in Hamilton, and I'm like, you're – why why am I here? You're in Florida. I'm on some boat going on some ridiculous – You need some time to yourself too, pal. You know, it's, I guess life's it's all about it, balance, right? It really is, man. It, but, you know, this kind of work commands hard, a lot of your time. Oh, you know, it's a lifestyle. It, it consumes it is. your existence. Work hard, play hard, though. Right? Yeah, absolutely. You know, I yeah. mean, it's important to have that you know, need. We know how to do that, though. Oh, yeah. I know, I, I know a lot of guys that play, right? Well, we all play hard. Oh, for we sure. all play to win. For sure. The, you know? In the yeah. summertime, the nice weather, we had our Wednesday night get-togethers. We go sit on the deck at Valley View, go hit up Johnny Knowles. Great spot for a, you know, a nice, quiet cocktail at night. And just go hang out. You know, we'd, we'd, we'd get our release time. I'm a big golfer. My favorite weekend of the year is, you know, not to plug them again, but that East Utica tournament's a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> I got to I gotta try to get involved in you, somehow or tag along or something. I, I want to be part of that. You're going to. Yeah. Garrett Bretta, he rides, on the, he rides on top of the court. I got a video somewhere. I got to find it. Garrett deleted it off Facebook because too many people are making fun of him. I'm driving the cart. He's videoing it from the top, but he's sitting on the top. He blames me, but. You know, the, the fourth hole, the third hole, Valley View, straight up the hill. So I'm at the crest of the hill driving across. This asshole jumps on top of the cart, making his video, and he wonders why he fell off. Well, you're on a 70-degree incline. <laughs> what did you expect was going to happen? You're hammered. The, the, the top of the cart, it's not like it's this. It's not rubber. You've got nylon shorts on, for Christ's sake. I'm just going to I'm just gonna eat sausage roll and drink Utica Club and watch well, these guys you play can. golf. Well, you listen, know? Good listen, as long as Star Cracciolo doesn't make the long hot, you'll be fine. All right. You destroyed me two years ago. I couldn't taste anything for a month. Oh Balance is key, though, right in life. A hundred percent, bro. Because you need. I'm trying to learn that. You need to recharge your creative batteries. You have to. You do. You need to recharge. You need to balance your chakras. You need to balance all that. Your mind, body, and That's soul. I'm all right. Well, I'm only going to inflate Matt's already inflated ego, and I'm going to tell him too. Like there was a period of time, right? Ten years in the pizzeria, you start to get a little. Like you know, it's just uh, it's challenging work. It's satisfying work, but it's challenging. When these guys all started to get involved with food again is when I had a, uh, 
like I got reinvigorated to 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 do you know food. I was like, oh man, what am I doing? You know, should I you know because it's tough, you know, in mm-hmm. the time it commands for me. But then you see people doing wonderful things in food, and then you, you remind yourself of why you're doing what you do and your passion. I think everybody has days where you lack motivation. I'm sure even down here, Absolutely. there's days that are rough or weeks that are rough, and you're like, you know, and then you might, you may want to say, I want to maybe go in a different direction, but you stay true to who you are and what you do, and you keep moving forward, you know? Yeah, absolutely. But he was a big part of that, too, because I'm like, he's like, you know, he's like, no shit, Mike, you got a pizza. And he, he, I didn't even know he did food, and he gets involved in food, and I'm watching what he's doing, and you watch all the hard work, and you see the ambition, and Joey's at 307 in the cafe, and everybody grind, and you go, well, I'm grinding, too. I'm doing my thing. I'm grinding. We're all grinding. And you feed off other people's um, positive, you know, positivity and work ethic, and you you know all these people that are doing things and working, working hard, and then we're all, you know, I guess we're all, we all got goals and in, in, in places we want to be and things we want to do. So you, you feed off that. Absolutely, my happiness is on the plate. So <laughs> everybody that thinks I'm just a miserable bastard, just eat the food. Just eat. Yeah, and then I'm happy because you ate, and that's it. It works out well. It doesn't sound like he's happy that you ate, but trust me, he's happy that you ate. I'm, I'm, he does. I'm actually Matt appreciates it. I, I'm ecstatic. I, I privately watch people, like I'm maybe creeper status, I don't know. <laughs> I privately watch people eat, and their facial expressions when they're enjoying what I just gave them is basically my drive to do what I do. Because mm-hmm. if you're going to do something, if you're going to do a job, do it well. If you're not going to do it well, go fucking bag groceries. Thank There's you. a grocery store out there somewhere that still has baggers. I was the best bag. I was I was the best yeah. bagger ever. Shenantry's like circa ninety five. Inside Shenantry. No, no, I was oh, actually in South oh, Utica. Oh, yeah. I remember once so there was a woman there, a Lebanese woman, and she was the word that you said earlier. She was the word that you said earlier, and she um she yelled she yelled that she brought Syrian bread, the flatbread, the Lebanese flatbread, which which I love too. Right. Tell her to see you next Tuesday. No, no, but she, I, she had a few items, and I put them all in one bag, thinking that would be okay. And then she pulls me aside, and she goes, that's, that's, you're going to squish my, she had a couple cans. She goes, you're going to squish my bread. And I told her, I go, it's, 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 it's flatbread, you know? Like, I was, I was so upset that she was upset about the bread. I'm like, how, how's, how my, how's your bread possibly going to get squished? It's, it's already flat. It's flatbread, you know? This plate has been a prime example all afternoon. And you know what? It's fucking styrofoam, too. It is, too. Gentlemen, you both are killing it. And keep it up. Keep grinding. Matt, good luck with Joey's at 307. Grand opening. Well, it's tomorrow's the soft opening. We're, we're open This week, we're going to do soft openings till about March 1st. Mm-hmm. You know, I've got a lot of things planned for the next couple months that I do have to draw my attention away from the place. So I, I won't. It's not going to be a consecutive situation. So everybody out there that knows, you know, if you try to pop by one night, I'm not there. We're not open. You know, it's we will be there. We're not going to do a huge grand opening till probably into the first week of March. Mm-hmm. So we're just to get our feet wet, to get to get things going, to get everybody acclimated to what's going on and how we're going to do business. So the next the next couple of months, we're just going to go and we're going to fuck around. We're going to have a good time. We're going to feed people. We're going to get a lot of laughs. I'll be down there eating. Yeah, Hi. make sure you got you know c- come and eat. We're going to do. We're open four thirty to nine, Thursday, Friday, Saturday throughout the whole month of January. Get into February. I got I got personal things going on. So. There's going to be a few times where we're not going to be there. I don't want people to think that we're we closed, but we're still open. And we're going to do an announcement of grand opening first week of March. Oh, awesome. You know, 
Well, keep us in the loop here. Oh, we'll be down there. We're, we're coming down the broadcast. I'm bringing Uncle Louie out. The whole decrease. Yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're, you, we're coming you, to party. you got to come down at a night. We'll set you up with a table. We're coming we'll to party. There. We'll feed you guys all night long. Everybody can blame the champion sweatpants on you. <laughs> the gender-neutral sweatpants. Gender sweatpants. Gender-neutral sweatpants that are too big. Just wear too big clothes because they'll fit by the time you leave me. Now, Mr. Claire, talk about Oliveri's before we get out of here. One more time, thank you so much for the pizza and the drunken tomato pie and the stuffed peppers. I mean, I am very blessed yes, to sir. have both of you guys in my life. So thank you very much for Absolutely. all Absolutely. We're blessed for you. It's, it's a community. We're all. Indeed. Oliveri's pizza. Go sweet. You're not fat, dude. Just so you know. <laughs> all right? You're fucking nuts. Oliveri's pizza, Hamilton, New York. Come see me at Tomato Pie Day. Jay Sumner, Tomato Pie Day. Yeah. We'll be there. It's in April. I think I'm actually judging that this year. So Are you? I think so. Are you a judge? I, I, I had talked to Jay. He asked me. He goes, you're, you're quite the asshole, so why don't you be a judge? You, <laughs> you, you won't be biased. Quite opinionated. So you're one, you're one of the celebrity judges at Tomato Pie Day? I think so. I think we're going to write out the judgment. I don't know. It, Sumner threw it in my lap the other day. I said, shit, why not? You know, I like to tell people what I, what I think. We'll be down there. Rice ball, stuffed cherry peppers. I have drunk tomato pie. I have traditional tomato pie. Carol's going to be back there. Sweating. My mother will be Mike's back there be, uh, keeping things in line. My full family will be back be there. Social. Your mother's a saint. Broke your microphone. That's racist. That's all right. <laughs> it, it, it We're breaking shit down here at the, at the D. It screws back We're good. No problem. I got it screwed. But we'll definitely be hanging out in tomato pie day. And you should come, at, come back in before tomato pie day. Yes, love to. Yeah, come and just hang on a Wednesday. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, just come and hang, and whoever I got on, just be like a co-host. It's, f- it's fun coming down here. Yeah, we have a great Enjoy time. Enjoy it. It's fun. We always have a great time. Yeah, and I, I like to talk, too, to anyone who listens to me, yeah. and even if no one's listening to me, I talk anyway. If you, you ever need a random phone call, just give Mike your number. I like to chat. Remember, I called you on the way. I was going grocery shopping. Driving. I was on. Yeah, I was on, a, I was on the phone with Z for a while. The last time I was planning on coming down, I maybe been on the phone. You think it's a five-minute con- two? I'm on the phone for, like, Thirty-five minutes. You, know. 30 you can't get off. I'm the chatty. Phone. I like to. I like no, to talk. Got to get to his final destination. Like Mike, did I keep you company all the way to Wegmans? Good. Yeah, we're gonna be the two old guys at the nursing home. Like we wheel up next to each other, be like, "Hey, Mike, I didn't know you were here every day." Mike, I didn't know you were here. How about can we do it at the old at the McDonald's on Mohawk Street? I want to sit in the window at the. It has to be <laughs> McDonald's on Mohawk Street. Like, I'm in this fucking place. One hundred percent. I'm in. I'm in. Oh my god, hilarious. <laughs> Much love to Utica Coffee, much love to Saranac, EJA Moving Services, and, of course, our good friends over at Utica Hemp. We're going to be doing a big 420, 420 party at Utica Hemp this year. Nice. You know what time it is. Oh, yeah. And we're going to do a big old 420 party. Check your local listings for that. But speaking of party, we're having our three-year anniversary party for the D coming up February 8th. So it's been three years? Ooh. Yeah, it's been three years since nice. we've been doing this, man. So we're having a big old party with uh, Haley in the Water, Annie in the Water, collaborating with Haley Jane, and they're going to be doing Fleetwood Mac's Rumors album from front to back. Nice. It's going to be off the charts. I'm really excited for it. Is the chain on that album? The chain is on that album. It's like one of my favorite Fleetwood songs. Yeah, it's a great song. Great album. Imagine writing that album. Like, hear that album. I don't know if you guys know the basis of that whole album, but Fleetwood Mac was, there were couples that were breaking up at the time. There's two different couples, and they were breaking up at the time, and that whole album was fueled on cocaine. So they were blowing lines, oh. breaking up with each other the whole time. You could hear the emotion in all the songs. I mean, you listen back to those songs, and I'll let you know the the preface of the whole story. Yeah. You can, you can hear a lot of the stuff that was going on. So, so like, Lindsey Buckingham and Stevie Nicks were breaking up. Stevie Nicks' distinct voice. To who? Unmistakable voice. Unmistakable. Oh, unmistakable. So a lot of stuff was going on in that. You can hear a lot of that breakup stuff going on in the album. It, it's unbelievable. It's one of those classic albums. It's one of those Desert Island albums that you – is that a front to back for you? Front to back. 
I can definitely listen to it. It's a, also it's a like a mom cleaning Saturday. Matt afternoon. wipes front to back. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so I, that's how you gotta do it. You gotta get it. You know what I mean? It's one of those mom cle- cleaning the house songs. You know, albums. You, you clean the, the house to one of the albums and clean. You get your Swifter out. Your dust mop. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> 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 yeah, side, how many how many times you walk around the shooting? You see somebody on the second floor of a two family with a dust mop banging out a dust mop. <laughs> what happened to the dust mop? <laughs> That's old school. Oh, my God. We got to make this happen again. We got to come back and still talk about shit that pisses us off. I can do that. Matt can do that forever. <laughs> Thanks, fellas, for coming in, man. This has I been a man. good Thanks time. Thanks again us. for having all the Always great food great and time. stuff. Make sure you check out Joey's at 307 on Mohawk Street and also Out of the Way Cafe. And if you're in the Hamilton, New York area, stopping by Colgate University, go see my man at Oliveri's Pizza. I got to get up and come visit. I want to spend a day with you. Just come hang out. You got to take the ride, man. I will. It's a nice oh, ride. I will. I, there's some really cool, like, um, Good Nature's up there. And they got good Nature Brewers out there. Ray yeah. Brothers Barbecue kills it out there. Great friends with right? the Ray Brothers. So yeah, man. Good, good dudes out there yeah, doing good things. Um, I, I love it out there. But you know what? I love Utica, too. Yeah. It's home. Me, too. Eastside. Eastside. Check out Oliveri's. <laughs> check out Out of the Way Cafe. And also check out Joey's at 307. I'll see you tomorrow, people. Later. dream home and now it's time to move let's face it nobody likes to move all the packing unpacking lifting upstairs downstairs and broken everything including your back let the professionals at eja moving company take all the stress and pain out of your move competitively priced moving relocation services office moves and complete packing and unpacking services they work with everybody to make it simple and easy for you to move and relocate. Call EJA Moving Company at 315-335-0516. When it's time to relocate, have EJA Moving do all the work for you. Hit them up online, ejamoving.com. Want to know what's going on at the D? Hit up disruptionnetwork.net and check out our events calendar brought to you by the Events Co. Find out about upcoming guests, special events, concerts, show schedules, community activities, and more. Get connected at disruptionnetwork.net.